There's trouble brewing out in front of the saloon. Hey, they're gonna fight me, Jill. Look at them. They're about to draw. I fired point blank. Watch this. Crappy Anime Showdown. I am your referee, host, and noblesse du fromage, Mike. Today, I am joined by a man who is a vampire in every single aspect, just not a name. JW, how you doing, Jay? I got all the positives and none of the drawbacks. <laughs> and I'm joined by the entire remains of every upper crust that was burned in a giant fire. Nothing left, but there's a little bit. Ethan, how you doing, Ethan? Uh, it's just Barely teeth there? remains, and uh, <laughs> I got to tell you, it's good to be dead, and I definitely deserved it. Yeah, teeth <laughs> teeth is too much to be left, to be honest. <laughs> Even their teeth are oppressing me. <laughs> They're just chattering away at your nightstand. Can we just take care of that? Can we take care of the teeth? <laughs> yeah, I'll take care of it, no problem. Yeah, it's just uh, just a hole is fine. We'll just hide them like we did Anastasia. There you go. Oh my god, oh my god. Only this time it's going to be in the ground where she Christ. belonged. Yeah, ground, you know, in a shed. Okay, okay. We're, we're going somewhere there. I don't know if I want to go there. <laughs> well, I don't know. You know, just, it could be it under is, the shed. Hey, under the shed. I'm just saying, yeah, it is shed. November. It, it, you know, it's kind of, and it's almost a hundred years from the shed revolution. Shed season? What? No, shed I'm talking season, about everybody. what they did in hey, Russia. Get your shed shed season. season. I got what are you talking about? Here. Buy one shed, get two free. We're literally it's need to time get for the October shed. revolution. I know, I know. <laughs> I was going to say shed season. <laughs> In, I'm only the only thing I know about Anastasia is the uh, Disney movie. I hope I hope that doesn't uh, I hope that doesn't ruin the knowledge. That is all uh, is all I know about it as well. Oh well. Uh, when does when do the talking animals show up? Right Ooh. after you put a bullet in the back of every one of their heads. Yo, that sounds pretty dark for Disney. I pretty think legit. Put that one back in the vault. <laughs> That's too dark. They made they made Pinocchio. <laughs> <laughs> no, they, they could go that. They far. fucking made Pocahontas and they left out, you know, <laughs> the small uh, the ending. Oh yeah, that too. <laughs> and then they anyway. became friends, and nothing bad happened. Yep, nothing bad. See you nope, later. Nope, no, no, no. Don't worry about it. Anyway, in case you're new to this podcast, uh, we are dedicated to pitting garbage anime against each other to see which one is the most deplorable while still being entertaining enough to watch. Today, Ethan will be defending Noblesse. No! While JW will be defending Moriarty the Patriot. As always, <laughs> I hope you brought your A-game. Gentlemen, how was your viewing experiences? Loved it. Glad I to be dead. Like I said. This week, and in so doing, th- lose. This week, compared to last week, I think, was just a huge step in the right direction. That's what I think. This is a oh, step yeah. in the entertaining direction, for sure. <laughs> yes, g- both good and bad. A major, uh, major step. Yes. A major, major step. Thank you, Ethan. Yeah, well, for Ethan, the offering uh, commentary here. <laughs> in lieu of your commentary, I'd rather you tell me a brief synopsis about the first three episodes of Noblesse. Yeah. So if you why, why don't you just make like those noble women and just, you know, shut up? <laughs> Wait, hold on. I was I was just asked. Oh, sorry. I have to shut yeah, up. I want to it's shut very up confusing. Yeah, you're still talking. You're still this. talking. 
my gosh. He yeah, just like the uh, just like the the vampire chicken noblesse, the one that is yeah. literally just uh, I'm there. Sorry, to... the vamp, the what? The, the sorry, chicken noblesse. The noblesse chicken. The synopsis uh, of this show. Oh wow! No, oh, okay. This is the moment when creatures. when Jay fucking calls me out on <laughs> synopsis. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay, just tell me about her and nothing else, and then we'll all pretend that that's what the show is about. Yeah, I mean, the amount of times that she even opens opens her mouth, it's just like, if, if you had, like, a Richter scale, it'd be like, beep, yeah. and then that's it. There's, like, nothing else. But Honestly, anyway. way too loud, if you ask me. Oh, fair. Yeah, sorry. Mm-hmm. I'm the upper um, crust here, in case that wasn't clear. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. So, no bless. <clears throat> so, we got a couple of hard cuts in the beginning. First off, we lead with some military dude... Apparently he's the last one out of 325 men that were a part of this platoon or battalion or whatever, and uh, all of them are it's dead. Pretty big, him. actually. Yeah, it's really 25 is a lot of men. That is a lot of men, but uh, not for the men that are killing them because uh, it's child's play to murder these dudes. And uh, our our hero calls out and says, "I'm the last 325," and then he gets stabbed in the back in the middle of a jungle. And uh, turns out the people that are doing it are a group called the Union. Uh. Unions are bad. We learned. Yeah, that. surprise. Yeah. That's why you can't. Well, they're trying actually... to oppress the, the the good people of the the confe- the, the South. Yeah, this is they, actually their nobles and their 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 <laughs> adherence to the old ways. You know, they're different culturally, but I don't think that means they deserve to have their way of life taken from them. Yeah, I mean, this is definitely a story of the war of northern aggression. I agree. Uh-huh. And if we would just accept the rule of our vampire overlords. Who are just oh so who? benevolent to us. Who? I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Vampires, I meant uh, weird, freaky people with supernatural powers with red eyes who live forever. Oh, the people blessed we by just, the gods? Yeah, yeah. If we were just Oh, nobles. Accept, yeah, well, you know, they have divine right to rule over us. I mean, they're better than us. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, like, true. we should listen to them. And, you know, right. if, we, if we just, as a society, allowed the people who are better than us to take care of us and do everything for us then that's the right thing to do. And all these people who want to who wanna be free and, and you know, want to wanna live life on their own terms and fight their own battles, we just got to teach them. You know, we got to teach them what's right. And if they refuse to learn, maybe we exterminate them. Whoa. Oh. oh. Okay. Yeah. You know what? Actually, it that, would, it it's the last resort, okay? Right, right. Exactly. Last resort. Like a tourniquet. Fine. Yeah, exactly. It's like a tourniquet, okay? okay. You don't want to have to yeah. use it, but sometimes right. you got to cut off blood flow to the necrotizing tissue that is all these mm. stupid humans. That is all these humans. God, you know, I, I love them, but sometimes they just, they just, they're just their own worst enemies, you know? Yeah. Uh, Man, how, what's it like being a, like authoritarian? Right? Does do you feel a burden? I, sorry, sorry, what? Uh, what? Uh, I, I mean, uh, this is uh, justice, and it's right. Uh, 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 turn off the TV. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, <clears throat> all these military dudes just got murdered, and there's a group called the Union, and it's a whole bunch of people with superpowers of different varieties. Uh, the most boring of which is a dude that loves to lick blood. Because it's mm-hmm. anime. Oh god! I actually really liked that scene where uh, I think oh. somebody somebody shoots a fucking rocket at a truck oh, full scene. of scientists. Oh, yeah, that's that scene was hilarious. That scene's fucking hilarious. <laughs> I, oh no, it wasn't that one. This is the one where he he shoots a fucking Naruto beam of wind after doing yes. a stab oh. in the air sixty <laughs> yes. feet away, and it rushes over this guy, pushes him against a rock, cuts the rock in half, 
and then he and explodes then blood in blood. Then a <laughs> tiny drop of blood flies all 30 feet, and then the guy catches it on his knife just so he can lick it off. Yeah. <laughs> it is the best and dumbest fucking thing I've ever seen in yeah, my life. Yeah, I right right before that I severely liked the the big the big guy, the big Yeah, the fat guy, guy who's always eating eating a sandwich yeah. with an RPG on his shoulder and he's just staring down this convoy of guys who are doing nothing. <laughs> They're full, and it's full of scientists. <laughs> He just fires the rocket at this convoy 30 feet away, and they're not moving or running or screaming. They're just standing there, and then they all of a sudden, they're all dead. The emergency uh. truck full of scientists. Oh, no. I hope someone doesn't shoot us. Dude's like the blob, but like just way less engaged with anything, which I'm I feel like sure is pretty he, impressive. He's almost exactly the same as Gluttony from uh, No, I was going to say that was my Alchemist. comparison. With Full Metal Alchemist, it was Gluttony. Yeah. Good lord. He looks exactly like him. He uses an RPG just like Gluttony. Oh, yeah, just like Gluttony. Yeah, it was, he was a big like fan Gluttony. of that. Always <laughs> eating, shoots, uh, rocket pods. Uh, it's yeah. just like Gluttony. Uh, kind of a ripoff, but I, I like it. I guess, I guess, I guess in Full Metal Alchemist, it was, it was rocket pod alchemy, okay? He ah. put down a, there was a circle drawn on the side of it that would shoot alchemical <laughs> rockets. <laughs> All right, it's Fine. pretty broken. They they had to like tame it down. You hey, know? it's not broken. Okay, it's science. All right, I want to oh, hear my this. Bit, my bit, my bit. All right, so it's anyway, fucking science. Anyway, he's turning so, rockets into rockets that move fast. So uh, ignore the fact that they just murdered a whole bunch of scientists. Instead, the entire point of this mission was to capture one specific scientist. Only he would do, mm-hmm. and they managed to capture him and murder everyone else. And uh, then it makes a hard cut to hey, we're at high school now. Well, it's a lot like Rogue yep. One. Um, yeah, there's yeah, a whole bunch of scientists, of but too. they're just assistants, okay? They're lab rats, or not right. lab rats, lab yeah. assistants. That one guy, he's the head, and he made the Death Star plans. Yeah, yeah, you can Capture just kill him, the rest of them. kill the rest. Yeah. Especially when they all want, run into one vehicle. Yeah, we got like a bit of a, a great man syndrome happening here. Which are is you good implying that, I... that this anime thinks that individuals are more important than entire masses of other people based entirely on merit that they don't explain so yes and um how dare history you? agrees so you know how dare you are you saying that a japanese anime seems overly fond of monarchy imperialism and and fascism in general i'm just saying most media does how dare you <laughs> so all right anyway my monocle cut... popped right out of my eye we hard cut the high school and uh, we've got this uh, this this guard standing out in front, and apparently he's a new guy because everyone's fawning over him or calling him old. It's one of the two. Yeah. Um, and then there's a red-haired kid that walks up with his buddy that we find out later is called Manabu. Um, um Wadi. Yeah, man, you're really good at saying that. It's like practice, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's like how dare you? So Wadi, Manabu, whatever. So anyway, they're like, you know how you hey. got the name Wadi? <laughs> No. So uh, I'm pretty sure there's a scene, Please a flashback me. rather, a flashback uh, where uh, Muad'Dib's, uh, he's not named Muad'Dib yet. He's just called Manabu. And he's looking yeah. up at the sky and he sees a moon and then he sees another moon behind it. And he, he asks his, yeah. his red-haired friend, the buff one, says, uh, what do they call the second moon? And the guy goes, oh, we, we call that one Muad'Dib. Uh, oh, oh, you know what? Is that, that's from, what? That's from Dune, right? That's from Dune. Why? How did you know? But, From Dune? I've never heard of oh, it. Oh, wow, never read really? that? That's a good book. No. It's on the to-do list. No. <laughs> so, no. 
Anyway. Long so with pressing record on time. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so with Dean, with Dean and Red-Haired Kid are cracking jokes because Red-Haired Kid has a... His, his arm's broken. It's like, you know, forearm is broken. And they're making jokes about, like, you know, well, he's clumsy. And he's like, well, fuck you. I dove in front of a car to save your life, and that's why my arm's broken. And you're like, okay, whatever. And they that walk on in. The first plot point that we see that is clearly from the OVA. Yeah, clearly. Yep. Um, so and then you it look contributes up... nothing. I don't care. No. I don't no, need to know <laughs> how or why his arm is broken. It really doesn't matter. I so agree. the security guard looks up and he sees the head... Or no, he doesn't look up. The, pa- the camera looks up above the security guard and the headmaster's there. And someone's like, oh, good. The memory wipe must have worked on the mm-hmm. students. And, uh, and now then we, we hard cut away. That his his broken arm is a result of some incident that they didn't want him to know about. Right there, we we know what we need to know. Context clues, people. Yeah. True. Um, so we hard cut away, and now we're inside of the headmaster's house. And the headmaster is talking to the security guard, who we find out his temporary name is M twenty one. His slave he, name. Yeah, slave. I mean, it's basically uh, his slave name. Um. So, turns out M21 saved the lives of, like, a ton of the students um, of that school, including Red Hair Guy and Wadid. Moadib? Wadib. Excuse me. If you're going to say his name wrong, say it wrong right. Moadib. And you're just saying Wadib. Yeah, it's Moadib. (laughs) Moadib. I'm going to have to practice. Uh, Or you can just say his real name, Manabu, or Manabu, depending on whether or not you are. I think it's Manabu. Right or Manamanaboo. All right, Manamanaboo. So, mm-hmm. anyway, the headmaster offers for the security guard to live with the headmaster until like the security guard guy figures out what he wants to do with his life, and he ends up taking him up on it. There's a couple of flashbacks where M21 is thinking about like all of his fallen comrades, and you find out that the dude's like wh- he used to be part of the union, and um, that means he's also a superhuman of some stripe. Um, so now we cut back to the school. For some reason. A bunch of punks, like gang members, full-on adults, show up at the school in like a Camaro and a couple of Hummers, and just start whooping the shit out of some high school kids. And they just generically make a threat against one of them that he's just holding by the neck. He's like, if you don't bring me the red-haired kid, then I'm just gonna keep whooping ass out here until that point. Which, like, I don't know if this guy ever went to high school. Like, high school, like, I don't... A, there's probably a lot of red-haired kids in general. It's anime. And, like, second off, I don't know everyone in the high school. Like, I, it's not like he's even probably this guy's friend. Like, he, they might not even know each other. But anyway, red-haired kid shows up. And it turns out uh, red-haired guy had the audacity to save the punk's girlfriend when she was falling into traffic. Yeah. And yeah, it was so banal. And- incredibly. I actually do kind of find this joke relatively funny. Because uh, the setup of the yeah. joke is like, hey, you made a pass at my girl, right? And that guy goes, oh. And he looks in the car and he's, oh, yeah, I remember her. And then it's the flashback of what yes. exactly happened. She takes a step off the curb. She trips. He falls. He catches her before she hits he, the ground. He just, and it's but not they, even like he grabs her on the boob or something. No, he no, like no. grabs her on the, the waist. Like, it's, Yeah, considering the source material, like, yeah. he, he should get a fucking medal. <laughs> yeah. But more importantly, there's clearly filming this scene from the girl's perspective. Because the second he catches her, like, it gets the starry fucking yep. uh, vignette oh, where yeah. it's like, oh, I'm in love. And then he says, hey, are you okay? Daijobu. And she's just like, oh. <laughs> she re- so, like, it, the, the joke's actually kind of funny because clearly she regards this this uh, 
incident as some kind of pass at her because yes. she's really into it. So in a way, the gang leader's 100% right. He did make a pass at his girl, if if at least to her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so when he looks yeah. over to her in the car after he explains what happens, she, he's like, hey, just explain to them that this is a misunderstanding. And she just like sheepishly cr- plays with her hair a little bit and looks away like, no, I think you made a pass at me because yeah. I want you to. <laughs> it's like, yeah, um, this is a, a perfectly well-scripted, funny misunderstanding because everyone's somehow all 100% right. Like, everyone's perspective yes. of the issue is actually still correct. And I love it, yeah. too, because Monobu looks at, like, red hair guy and is like, what the fuck did you do that for? And he's like, it's not that big. I, I saved a woman yeah. from falling into traffic. Yeah, yeah. Like, this and then is, like, the is that really all you did? And Toshi was like, yes, seriously, that's all I did. Yeah. That's it. I yeah. swear. So, like, he's surprised that that was all that happened. But then after he hears it, he's like, oh, well, yeah, you didn't do anything wrong. <laughs> So, with a broken arm, they get into a fight. And with a broken arm, like, originally, Red Hair Guy is kind of whooping ass. Like, he's not even taking hits. He's just dodging hits. And eventually, the uh, the adult, again, the, like, probably 28-year-old, very buff man, grabs a high schooler by his broken arm. and by then his cast, drags, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, by his cast. And drags him into, like, a full-fisted punch that hits so hard that he's blown through bushes and the bushes leave a circle hole where his body passed through. Yeah. Like, like Looney Tunes shit, kind of. Um, so anyway, eventually, the security guard's watching this the whole time. And he's like, oh shit, I'm trying to lay low. Like, people can't know what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, the guy they hired is the security yeah. guard. like, I can't break this up. I really gotta stay back. It's like, what? We hired you to be secret to go, yeah, I really can't. I can't, I can't get involved, right now, yeah. Yeah, but like, these are adults and they're not people Ooh. who... I should technically be able to walk up and, you know, yeet into orbit, so... So there's a character uh, I, th- I haven't mentioned until this point, and it's it's the MC, it's the guy on the front of the poster, and he, I'm only mentioning him now because he pops into the scene and he does the only thing that MC seems capable of doing in the show. He just stares at someone. He just blankly he, stares at people. Yeah, he just yep. blankly stares at the security guard until the security guard's like, ah, fuck, shut up! I'll, I'll fucking go save this child <laughs> Get out of my and do head. my job. <laughs> And, like, he runs out, and obviously the dude's a superhuman, so, like, he just tosses this, like, adult around, and he throws him so hard into the front of a car that the car, like, buckles in underneath of how, like, so much weight thrown at the front. Like, that would kill a man. Well, yeah, it it looks like he hit a fucking telephone pole. (laughs) Yes! Like that. I mean, now this man was pretty big, but no, still, it would kill a man. Not, like, yeah, no, no, I'm just saying that it's not like he's throwing on a skinny man. This guy was way too, oh, yeah. way too huge, yeah. but still, it definitely would have hurt more than it seemed to have looked like it hurt. Which, like, whatever. They're just showing how strong the security guard is, I guess. Um, yeah. There was a bit of a scene earlier where, that explains the relationship between MC and the headmaster, and it seems like <laughs> it seems like MC might be a noble too. Which we haven't heard about them yet, no, but that's the nobles pretty clear. are. Yeah, it's it's pretty obvious. The dude has fucking red eyes, but um. And clearly came out of a red coffin, eye, like dug out of the water. Dry eye. <laughs> yeah, Try no less, please. He's fucking high. <laughs> dude, he's so, so baked. That's why he doesn't talk. He's yeah. stoned out of his mind. I like this version. He's just constantly he stoned. Took- how do you think he took that long of a nap? Yeah. He was so stoned well, he just passed out he, for He woke up years 350 so. years after he went to sleep. And the first thing Dr. Frankenstein did was give him a fucking doobie. And he's like, I, I want to stay awake. But like, not fuck, actually. I'm really hungry. Yeah. <laughs> so. No, he's saving anyway. it up. He's saving it up. 
he's gonna get the munchies in like 50 years and he's gonna eat the human race <laughs> <laughs> so you find out that the headmaster is actually subservient to mc and like they they live together and it's not i don't think it's expressly supposed to be gay it's more of just like he's literally beneath uh, yeah. the mc guy well the art yeah. style is very like bishonen so yeah everybody's so anyway. o- overly pretty so like yeah the gay overtones are definitely intended so episode two is where you this is the moment when like the reviews of you need to watch the ova to be able to understand what's going on are immediately thrown out the window because the security guard is told in excruciating detail by the headmaster what nobles are and this is what makes this show great um so nobles let's imagine we were in medieval time and humans are thank you good good so humans are worthless we're so weak we get ganged up on by everything and we're just trying to stay alive well sometimes there are superhuman people that show up that we will worship not as gods but as like you know kings nobles and we Mm -hmm. want them to lead us and without them we would literally be worthless and on top of that these nobles have an insatiable need to protect and like make sure humans continue to live yeah um also uh they uh they live in coffins that's huh? they, they, I said they they, they live in coffins. Oh, oh, that's an Sorry? interesting they, thing so to live in. Just just to be clear, they are immortal. They live in coffins. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. But they just yeah. took away all the aspects of vampirism that would involve them being bad, and just said no, they're good. And the only thing right. that replaced it with was the insatiable desire to give people things that they want. <laughs> insatiable desire to protect human beings from anything but also be dicks to them at the same time correct yeah also definitely be dicks to them not really like it or like doing it but do it anyway yeah yes and it's yeah it's a very strange dichotomy i i didn't like you're gonna get to the the two characters you meet next ethan but like when they're when they're talking about them and i'll get to more it just seems like they're like yeah like when it comes to humans they're not gonna just randomly get violent or or anything like they know their duty is to protect them they just don't care about humans yeah. but they care enough it's ah, very strange anyway it, it's ahead. like if you were trying to craft a story about the, the a noblesse oblige you know the obligation of the noble class yes and ah. you just said they they would never ever ever <laughs> ever ever disobey it but then you show every single character constantly complaining and straining under their obligation almost like you know why don't you guys just not and they're like, no, we'd never do that. But why not? Yeah, you clearly can. hate it. Yeah, but we'd never do that. Yeah. But why don't? But why don't you? Why don't you just rule them and then just tell them what to do? Yeah, but we'd never do that. No, we'd never do that. No, that'd be okay. bad. Okay. Yeah, it's fucking weird. But we can just ignore that. So uh, clearly, it, the person we'll who wrote this later. really wants you to just ignore that. Yeah, a hundred percent. Like the person that wrote this is a hundred percent a monarchist like why it, oh what oh come on there's really? like it, it's there's a lot of shows in anime and in, in all media that are like oh that like it's the rights of the noble like you know they are protecting you and i want to tell the story about the good one versus the bad one but like no yeah. this person's like no this would be a better decision like a better way to rule the world <laughs> yeah that's really fucking um, uncomfortable especially anyway, when you then don't ever show your characters actually 
seeming to like that situation. No, and that's the thing is I don't think I, I think they did that on purpose. The characters don't like doing it. They have like a literal instinctual need to protect humans. Like that's, it's yeah. it's an oath on a whole other level. I don't like know what it, the fuck that is going for? But you know what I think it is. Sense. It's like a um. It's like in the Matrix, how the machines literally turn humans into a power source. If we assume these things are actually vampires, the reason why they want to protect humans is so that way they can feed off of them. Well, except like, that they don't have to drink blood. Right, but I'm, yes, you know, if they were literally... They eat ramen slowly. Yeah. That's well, true. Well, I mean, some people eat ramen. Other people stare at ramen like they do everything else in this. That's anime. true. He, well, that's just him. He likes to stare. So anyway, um, we meet two new characters, uh, which we like immediately identify as nobles, and they are white-haired, both of them, a short young boy and a taller, also equally aged girl. Um, the girl never talks, except for like once. Um, yeah, she says like four or five words. Really. Yeah, she said I, one time she called out for help, and that's like basically it. Uh, um, psychically. Yes. And the other time she asked if she could help with anything in the kitchen. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Very important that these are the two things she ever does. She is a super-powered metahuman who may or may not be a vampire, who can who has the power that means and the instinct, just like all the others, to rule over human beings and guide them towards a better future. Uh, and, yeah, the only two things she ever says in three episodes are help and can I help in the kitchen. Yep. <laughs> Fucking fantastic, Japan. You're a goddamn Woo. lifesaver. Actually, this isn't Japan. This is Korea, by the way. Who oh, says right. there is. aren't any strong roles for women? I'm, I'm just saying this is made by South Korea. Just so True. You know. It is a manhwa. Potato, potato. So, oh, wow, that's a little. Probably. <laughs> I retract Yeah, that. wait, that, that's probably not the right thing to say there. <laughs> I take that back. I mostly meant it on the things of a lot of the anime we see are probably made in all kinds of different countries like South Korea and also China. Yeah, it's it makes little difference where it was made if the China result is China would make actually a lot of sense here. <laughs> so anyway, um, the security guard identifies these white-haired kids immediately as being nobles because he already like is aware of them. Um, the white-haired kids are like, "Hey, we want to be in this school because we were told that this is a school for gifted people like us." And he's like, "Uh, hold on, I have to call my manager," and then calls up the MC and is like. Uh, can we can we have these people come in? And MC's like, sure, and then just moves on. Yep. He sends um, an email so, with an emoji that says "uwu." Yeah. <laughs> uwu, put them in my class. I so, am a yeah. three thousand year old vampire lord. They join the class, and um, then the exact same people, red hair kid and Munaba, are tasked to get these kids like acclimated. Um, around that time is when the um, two things happen, two events. The goons show up again, but with more people and want to beat the crap out of the kids. First thing I noticed, red-haired kid, he already doesn't have a cast on. Yeah, he's a fast yeah, healer. Well, I mean, that guy broke the cast, so they probably just took it off and said, eh, you're he good. But his bones so were broken, like, the day before. Shut like, up. It's how insane. About, how about he heals? Because he, he yeah. a human. he's human with something to fight for, Ethan. He's got yeah. will. Whoa. Ethan, drive. When you have something to fight for. You you have superhuman yeah. healing abilities. You have superhuman strength and speed. You just have to want to fight for something. And Ethan, you've never had anything you wanted to fight yeah. for. In your it's life. true. Maybe if you had, Jeez. maybe you just picked yourself up by your emotional bootstraps, your arm yes. would just oh magically God. fucking heal. Yes. I haven't even considered that. And fire your emotional rocket launcher. Yeah. Hey, you'll be fine. Maybe if so you just anyway. killed a couple of 
trucks full of scientists. Just hit people with friendship, Ethan. Yeah. It'll be fine. You, you, that's that's it. That's really what it is. You don't have any high school friends. Where are your high school friends, uh, Ethan? Uh, are, are they with you right you now? That. Are they with you right now? No. Oh, well, guess what? Yeah. What you're what you're fighting for is not fucking worth shit. Okay, and that's why you can't heal. That's why you can't fight. That's why you can't jump buildings in a single bound. Okay. Wait, wait hold on. Are we talking about Gurren Logon now? Like, are we We're talking about anime? All right. Okay, so yeah, because it's clearly just a problem with anime where anybody who believes hard enough can ass pull anything, and that's very heroic yep. and very inspiring, and it's a fun little power trip. On the flip side, anyone who's weak deserves to be weak because clearly yep. what they're fighting for is worthless and, and meaningless, and they, they just don't have the drive, and you know maybe they deserve a little and, bit less. You know when you say maybe like they that, deserve to be poor, maybe they deserve when, to die. You know, when you say it like that, it. It, it makes it really sound like that, you know, our countries might have a problem with fascism, like growing I, fascism. Shut up. But, like, I, you know, I just you can't. Shut your mouth. No, I'm How sure dare it's probably going to be fine. How dare you? Get on. Get so, on with the synopsis anyway, and friendship the, uh, you're having, man. You know, so, I would say it's maybe it's even the, no obliga- the, the obligation of the nobility to put people who are weak in their place. Because, obviously, if they were right. strong enough, they wouldn't be there. Exactly. I'm going to make yeah, a show, right. and I'm going to call it Noblesse Oblige, and it's going to oh. be about a vampire who's not a vampire, who's objectively uh-huh. better than everybody else, and okay. where everybody I'm else is there. desperately trying to be that cool, but they can't yeah. because they're not, because oh they were God. born I, I, that way. But we're already watching that show. born that way. What? This is good. What? So, am, am I a time wait, traveler? Wait, what's, what's the setting? What's the setting? So, uh, it's going to be modern Japanese high school, of course. Oh, <laughs> we're in, boys! Now I'm interested. Cash rolling. <laughs> Here comes the money. If you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Money talks. Uh, so, yeah. all right, we're we're in like this back alley, and the goons show up to beat up the children, and also simultaneously, the male noble, white hair, the white haired male, manages to get manages to get the security guard alone, M21, and is like. Hey, uh, I know that you're like a meta-human kind of thing. Like, you're a modified human is what he calls him. And, like, I'm going to need you to not interfere with what I'm trying to do and also simultaneously tell me where the coffin is. This is something that clearly happened in the OVA. Someone stole a coffin from the um, from the vampires, essentially. And they have been after it pretty much ever since. And he's blaming it on this insert m21 modified human so they start fighting because m21's like yeah i'm not giving you that shit i also can't because i don't have it they start fighting and it's really boring and in the middle of the fight a telepathic link is established from white-haired chicky and it's like hey i might need help shit's going down so they break off their fight off screen and then show up to watch red-haired dude whooping all of these adults ass and finally, when the red hair guy is like taking legitimate hits, again security guard finally steps in uh, and uh, actually it was specifically like, after him. a guy pulls a Glock. A Glock, yeah, yeah that's right. It, yep, that's and he holds it sideways for the kill shot. Whoa! Well, how else is he gonna kill somebody? I, I don't know of another way to be accurate. Yeah, no, it's it's he wants to make sure the the shell ejects into his eye. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he wants to show how tough he is. It's like firing left-handed. See, he can't. He's not in prison, so he can't get a prison tat. Yeah. So what they do is they get hot shell casing tats, which is where they just let kill shots eject onto their face mm-hmm. and burn them. And then they're like, "Yeah, that's how many people I killed." That, that makes a lot of sense, actually. I, I, this yep. has a very deep lore. 
So yeah, it's it. You guys just missed it. It's fine. They whoop all the goons' asses. Whatever. Um, let's see here. I think that's actually the pinch where. Oh no! So they they walk home, and that's whenever like red or uh, that's whenever the security guard is like M twenty one looks at white haired vampire and is like, you know, humans have advanced a lot since you were like not around because presumably these vampires were also asleep for however long, and um. They're like, they've advanced a lot. They don't really need your help anymore. But, like, you know, basically fuck off. And little white hair vampire is like, you can't tell me to fuck off. I'll kill you if you get in my way. And uh, that goes back and forth literally for about, like, 30 seconds. Uh, And that's how the episode ends. I'll kill you if you get in my way of protecting humans, you human. Yeah, and it's actually, it starts, too, because um, the vampire calls M21 a modified human. Which and he's like, if you do that again, I'll kill, kill you. you. Yeah. And then the one guy goes, yeah, well, I'll kill you first. He's like, no, I'm going to kill well, you. First. And that just goes back and what's forth. so confusing, right. okay? When you're I nobility will. and you're charged with protecting humans, you're also the sole arbiter of what is and is not considered human. See, I mean, that's a fair now, point. These people, they're less than human because they were scientific experiments by done by other humans without against their will. Because... In so he was born less than human, and that means it doesn't matter whether he lives or dies. He has no obligation to protect him. Well, yeah, his his theory is that when you have genetic modifications, you throw away your humanity Correct. in order to right. gain science. Even though somebody did it to him against his will. Science and humanity cannot coexist. Right. Therefore, you're either science or you're human. Right. And, and more it. importantly, that the people who did this, they're still human. Correct. Right. The obligation to protect them, theoretically, still exists, right? Just not the experiments. Huh, interesting. Yeah. Very deep. Very, very deep. deep. So the, that's the, episode the takeaway, two. The takeaway here is that some people aren't human, and it's okay to kill them and let them die and not help them. Oh. There's a there's a there's an asterisk on the end of noblesse oblige, unless you don't consider them human. That's that's correct. This is an but, ideal yeah. society I'm, I'm depicting here. I yeah. want to make that clear. This is yep. an ideal society. <laughs> well, here, let me offer you some more ideal society in episode three. Oh, great. Three. So, Does it involve ramen? Uh, yep, you knew it. All the superhumans, <laughs> uh, modified humans and vampires alike, are eating ramen in the, uh, the headmaster's house. Mm-hmm. Um, and the headmaster has a little freak out because in the middle of it, red-haired dude is like, hey... Why don't we just have the white-haired chickies or people live with us? We'll just add more people to the fire. Yeah. And um, that's apparently a big problem because Headmaster already has too many people in the house. But MC, Headmaster's boss, is like, yeah, that's fine. It's like the only time he's ever talked. Uh, there's yeah. like four. That's all he ever says. And that was one yeah. of them. Okay. Yeah, it's one of the only. So now we cut back to the Union dudes, uh, the badasses that we actually started the show with. They're trying to find the coffin and they have a hacker with them and the hacker is trying to figure out where the coffin went and who M21 and M24 were. M24 was M21's partner. Um, and they were trying to figure out where those two went. Um, and while they're having that conversation, actually there's not really much that happens. Part of the ceiling falls, but no one really cares. Um, now <laughs> yeah, the most I don't interesting, know why that happened. yeah, I don't know. It was just there. The, the, the scene is literally somebody, everyone's just standing there. Part of the ceiling is going to fall onto Gluttony's head. And then another guy pulls out his gun and shoots it. And so it doesn't hit him on the head. 
and then I think everyone's some like, other dude. A yes, third guy's like, "Oh, you're wound up a little I, tight." Yeah, aren't I think you? it's the yeah, captain. Was, He's like, "You're wound up." No, tight. no, no. It's yeah, not the it was, captain. No, it was. I think it was the guy that licks the blade, says it to the guy with purple oh. hair who shoots. But like, I don't. I what was that so. supposed to be about? I don't. I don't know. know. Like, well, that I, guy I, shoots I, fast. I, I we kind of already knew that. Yeah. Well, no, we knew he shot far because he had a an oversized sniper. No, but he jumped in the air and fired two guns at two separate people. Well, yeah, but that wasn't like shooting fast. That was shooting what, precise. Whatever. I didn't. What we learned from him is that he's a precise shooter. Oh, now wow. we know he's fast mm. and precise. Oh, well, I don't care. So now he's dirty hair. Yeah. Couldn't have thought so of anyway, a more interesting way to display that, could you, anime writer? But let's go way. No. Let's go back to the way more important plot line. Manabu is gay, and we cut back to Maybe. probably. Look, so, there's no gay people in Japan, Ethan. I don't I like know. propaganda. Okay, there's no gay this is people. South Korea. Yeah, it's not Japan, my man. No it's gay Korea. People in Japan, Although according it's, to South it's in Korea. South Korea. Yeah, that's it. There we go. Thanks. There's no gay people. Okay, he just has a very, very, very specific appreciation for pretty boys. Okay, boy love is not gay. I really need yeah. to make that clear to you, Ethan. You gotta kiss the homies goodnight. That's right. You kiss them. On the How mouth. is they gonna fall asleep? They need to be able to fall asleep. You gotta that's kiss right. them. So they so, don't have nightmares. Yeah, all right. So red-haired dude. If that's gay. I don't want to be shot. Exactly. Exactly. Good point. Look, you're just, you're just, you're just inserting your homophobia in here now, okay? Jeez Louise. But it's not homophobia because he's not gay. Right. Right. So, like, right, yeah. I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> I, we, we've created a little Ouroboros here, and I need you to appreciate that. All right? He's, he's, you can't call him gay because that's, that's wrong. But also what he does can't be gay because he's not gay. <laughs> So you, you just you, and round and round you go. Where it stops, nobody. Where knows. it stops, not on gay. With, in the, with the homies at night in the hot tub, with the, six feet apart. That's right. But sometimes touching. Sometimes. Sometimes we take sometimes our pants touching. off in the hot tub, and sometimes we're six feet apart. Okay, they're both right. equally gay and not gay. Well, in this case, the hot tub is a classroom, and the touching is desks. As Manabu pushes his desk closer to the white-haired vampire guy. And it's like, hey, uh, how tall are you? How tall are you? I just need to know. And uh, he's like, uh, I don't know about the size of you. And he's like, I knew it. We're both short. We have that in common. And you're <laughs> yeah. like, uh, okay, that's, yeah, I mean, I guess we are both short. But like, who? I mean, yeah, I, I could have told you that. You I, I, wish that I wish that it just panned height. out and he was sweating. What, <laughs> what, is, what is happening? <laughs> I'm very I, uncomfortable. Uh, uh, uh. Oh, I never realized you? that about you. That I knew it. Also <laughs> I knew it. 74 centimeters. Is it? Somebody turn on the heat? <laughs> it's like, oh, it's he like he's grabbing at his tie and starts oh, wriggling God. it loose. Uh, oh, God. Manabu just like pulls out like a like a, a ruler and starts measuring the skin suit. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> like, and then he hey, says, you're a little taller than me, right? That should give me some wiggle room, right? Oh, oh, yeah. But then it turns what? out they were oh, in English classes. Says, you know what else is true? In America, I'd be considered five six, and then and then like the water droplets start hitting the desk like rain, and the and the desk raises a, a couple centimeters. <laughs> I don't. Um. Uh, wow. Oh, you, you know, oh, it, I, shouldn't, boy. it shouldn't be uh, a concern of yours that you're short. You know, it's all about your your confidence. It's you should be a shower, not a grower. Damn it. <laughs> Oh, man. So, yeah, anyway, white-haired dude is like, yeah, you shouldn't worry about it, like Jay was saying, and he gives some maybe pamby crap that doesn't really matter. I honestly expected him to be like, 
well, why do you care about how tall you are if you can like murder millions of people? Like it felt like he was about to just go into a genocidal rage, and I yeah. feel like I, I can't really put my finger on it. It just he was just like it, it was it was like that person that is so detached from human life where someone's like, hey, the weather's like you know, it's pretty wet out, and they come back with, yeah, but the plants needed to grow, and you're like, yeah, I wow. Yeah, I know, but I'm just like we're just having a conversation, man. Yeah, like, I I, just that. to reiterate, an ideal society. You know, if, if you just if you don't like small talk, just tell me. Yeah, okay? I'd rather just, you tell uh, me. I'd rather you just say, "Hey, I'm not a fan of small talk," and I'd be like, "Okay, I respect." I don't know what your guys' problem is. All right, the nobles have better things to do with their time than make small talk with the peasants. Yes, yeah, his, his complete apathy to the human condition is a quality befitting of a lord that's, of humans. That's a good point. I, That's very again, good cannot reiterate enough. This is the ideal society. Maybe if those dirty union bastards Whoa, wouldn't be hey. coming down here. That's that's the name of their organization, Ethan. The dirty yeah. union. Oh, bastards. I meant the dirty part. Sometimes they refer to it as the union for short. Anyway, the dirty union <laughs> well, bastards. They they just want to take away our rightful rulers, unseat uh-huh. the rightful way of the world, and uh-huh. just anarchy. Ugh. and one of them's fat. <laughs> yeah so okay can we can we, we even sta- can we establish that? now how disgusting those peasants were yeah talk about so, the third episode <laughs> yeah we we got to touch on that so skipping ahead they put out the union puts out a hit on m21 and um m21's walking along and they like two dudes uh two union dudes pop out it's the blob and the guy that loves licking bloody knives it is shark shark and, and hammer. hammer 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 neither of them use a hammer no, but, uh, no, but he's he's called like the shark. Hit, I think you know? is relatively appropriate because he's very predatory. Well, yeah, because knives. They, Hammer, I'm not, I'm not, his... I'm not feeling. I think they should have called him uh, Tubby. <laughs> yeah, Tubby feels good. Or Tubs. <laughs> also, Shark and Tubs. Now, that's a buddy cop comedy like, I want to see. That have nicknames. The other guys are like, you know, Crans, Takeo, and Tao. Yes. And they're all just like normal names, and like, oh, and this is Shark, and this is Hammer. Yeah, well, they're like, the Americans. Well, these guys well, at least come one from. of them's American. He's fat. <laughs> I, I, you know, it's like the the one guy. I mean, I did this in college. I had a buddy that, so I'm ex military, and I used to like just say, "Call me Winter," because that's what I was called in the military. It's my last name. And um, yeah, I that sounds a like a dumb military nickname. Oh yeah, big time. So I, I mean, met well, someone. see, unless so. I assume that when you had a, two ARs in your hand, power sliding yes. and firing them both, they couldn't call you Winter. They had to call Adam, you Ice Man. Brian. Brian and Adam, a man. Yeah. Brian and That's Adam. just normal military practice. That's correct. Yes. Anyway, go but on. Either way, I, I introduced myself as Winter once, and someone was like, yeah, I'm not I'm not calling you that. And I was like, no, really, <laughs> like just like call me winter and he's like i'm no. not gonna do that what's your real name <laughs> and i feel like that's what we have here yeah right? that's your slave name i'm cringing and agreeing oh yeah no it was it was not a great moment but uh, anyway <laughs> yeah, so not calling you that. the uh the union takes m21 and uh because like the knife guy is too strong for m21 uh which is interesting because like they're both union men it just so happens to be one defected well, so like, so like well, this, no, is, no, this is part of the interesting bit. One is defective. Bit. Yeah. One is defective. They explain that all in the beginning. Yeah. This, this is defective. Is that the, is that the, defective. the M series? Yeah, yeah. Defective. Yeah, the interesting. Because in the M series, M21 and the guys looking for M24, they're not They're not as total good. superhuman. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, true. They're not. Yeah. No, it, I it's, forgot about that. It's one of the interesting bits of the, uh, of the show where it's not interesting. It's not actually interesting. It only seems interesting because we don't know. 
and we pick it up from context clues. You're like, oh, M21, that's a weird thing. Oh, he was a, he's a super soldier. But, but actually, he was just an, a test experiment. They were just testing his to see what they could do. And he was kind of a failed experiment that didn't work out. And normally, when the experiments fail, they just, like, kill them. Because yeah, they don't want to run yeah. around. But uh, but somehow he and another one, M24... And, and oh, there, was, there, there was were like a bunch a of them. Of like it was like six, six or seven. Well, yeah, yeah. What, what I mean is that they killed all the other ones. Him and M24 oh, specifically, yeah. I believe. Yeah. He says they managed to prove their worth and were allowed to yeah. live and go on missions and do work. So, And then obviously sometime in the OVA, he probably gets into a fight with somebody and, and the noble vampire guy saves him. And the idea is that, like, oh, see, he's suddenly realizing that he's been treated like a piece of shit and that people who treat other people like human cattle are pieces of shit. And that's why he works for the Union. And that's why he hates the nobles, you know, because that's what they do. Yeah. Well, he gets kidnapped anyway. Yeah. By kidnapped, I mean, he, like, agrees to leave. And the, and the entire reason why he agrees to leave is... uh. He's like, oh, hey, maybe I'll be able to, like, find out what my original name was and what M24's name was. So, like, yeah. they dip. Mm-hmm. Um, there's there's one more scene that I want to talk about that happens in the middle of all this where okay. Manabu yeah. and Red Hair Guy are hanging out in the same house. And Manabu's uncle needs, like, his servers to be protected. He, well, yeah, he runs a police His station. uncle sure. the cop, I believe. Yeah. So, like, his – okay, well, fine. So his uncle the cop hires – a teenager to that is in high school to do the server security mm-hmm. and yeah. while he, manabu happens to be working on the server it starts getting hacked by the hacker that's affiliated with the union and right before there there's a moment where manabu's like hey i got shit to do like leave me alone and then red hair guy reaches in front of him like so like the, the scenario is red hair guy's sitting on a couch Manabu's sitting on the floor in front of the couch with, like, his laptop on the table in front of him. And when Manabu's like, I got work to do, after he says that, red hair guy reaches forward and around in front, like, where a hoodie pocket would be. And then that's whenever Manabu notices it, and he's like, hey, fucking stop, I actually have real work to do. I don't... Are they just gay? Like, what? No, what is happening No, he's just there? trying to mess with him yeah, as a friend. This is, but, this is what I, But people, how? What, what, are they, what was he well, going to tickle him? Because here's the thing. You, you know that they're, yes. not, they're not into each other because the next scene is someone... He's yes. getting hacked. And Manabu, like, defends it. And then the guy unplugs the power cord. Ha, funny, funny. Right. And then he goes, oh, the thing just stopped. And the guy just starts messaging him. But the guy, the hacker from the union, yes. just starts messaging him like, hey, uh, everything okay? Kind of like, hey, I was having fun hacking in while you were defending me. But then you stopped, so like I had to stop. I don't, I don't uh, know what is right. it clear, you homophobe. Okay, <laughs> and he's like tickling oh, your oh, homies. I kind of like you. It's <laughs> not gay, all right. You have to Sometimes you have to I'll you. just be sitting beside one of my guy friends, and he'll be distracted, yeah. and I and I tickle him. Okay, it's normal. It's fine. I'm just sometimes, I'm sometimes I tickle a little was. too far, and I go into his pocket and I touch his dick, but I don't say anything. <laughs> I right. give it a couple strokes, but I don't stay. <laughs> That's not gay. It's okay? Don't stay. It's Sometimes not. I it's, worry. It's totally that, like, straight, so you're not a homophobe anymore. I'm I, round I and round we go. I, just, I, always, I always have to check with you. I, I never truly know whenever Look, it's fine. I'm... Uh, okay, in other cultures, certain things are not considered gay. Uh-huh. But just in case you thought that it was okay... They will expressly tell you that being gay is wrong. 
Right. This is yeah, correct. This yeah, is, the show does say that over and over this again. This is the He's dichotomy. Like, Okay. Like I, I can't believe like does he like boys more than he likes girls? Like, well I'll defend him anyway. And I was like, you know, I guess good job anime. Like normally you're just like shit. But so, then like, they, but he's not better, actually but... gay, but, or is he? I I don't yeah, I don't I know. know. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, this is like making Yuri on ice and censoring the gay kiss. Like this is this is exactly yeah, exactly. This is exactly okay. the kind of cognitive dissonance that we're dealing with here. We're, we're dealing with a culture where man-boy love is a genre, but gayness isn't allowed to be also, on TV. Yeah, but you're also not allowed to acknowledge. Yes, it this is this is on. this is where we are coming from here. Which, to be fair, I actually don't know how South Koreans do with people being gay. I don't know like, about well, South Korea uh, specifically, did, uh, Ethan, but I know Ethan, that is, is how South it is Korea, in Japan. But they- they made an anime based in Japan, so we'll never know because yeah, clearly, that's true. As, as much as this Korean might have been produced in South Korea, I think it's still fair to say that it is a Japanese cultural production. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. It's, I, we're not exactly looking at a manhwa. Like this isn't this isn't um, Tower of God. Like a Tower of God, oh, I would said, consider it, it, it is a manhwa. It says it manhwa does. Next to it. Yeah, oh, this is oh, yeah. Just yeah, so you know, I, this is yeah, apparently one of the well, then, like you know how there's like the big mind. three shonen. Like this is the big three manhwa. Like we have reviewed two of them, and the third one was uh, uh, high school. God of high God school. Of high school. All three, yeah. So Tower of God, God of High School, and Noblesse. Were they just are, going like, for the, the full spectrum? Ones. I guess. God damn. We got yeah. We got disgustingly straight, disgustingly. Totally not gay, and now disgustingly interrupting fight scenes with dialogue. Wait, was that that's which got one a high was which? Okay, yeah, I was gonna say got a high school. I, yeah, right, right. Yeah, we didn't watch that one. All right. So anyway, that's those are my episodes. Um, okay. Yeah, I mean, for the record, I think this one's like hilarious. I I think that they do a lot of funny moments. Well, yeah, I, you know, I can save my opinion for later. Wait, well, I, it's fine. Start. It's fine because at the end of the day, yeah, this this now. was badly entertaining. Oh yeah, entertainingly yeah, yeah. bad. It, it's it's yeah, a very good example of a crappy anybody. anime. Yeah, yeah. This is a stellar. Like it's almost a shame that this had to fight um, something that is just good. Well, um, it's not like, because it's going to win by default. Yeah, I yeah I agree. Oh, I, yeah, think I, I mean, I guess we'll have that discussion yeah. now. But like, I I don't see a version of Moriarty the Patriot that doesn't just get. No, it's too good. Much yeah. like. I think it's even better than Millionaire Detective, but I, I don't think that. I, do. I, don't, I don't think so. I, do. I will stand. Well, on sorry. That. All right, well, I tell like us about it the fucking at the very least. Okay, that's fair. All right, but I have a special connection to Sherlock Holmes. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, he, buddy, it's not gay. It's not gay. Right. It's just a regular. If somebody walked up to me and saw me sneaking up behind Sherlock Holmes so I could tickle him, <laughs> and somebody called me gay, I'd be like, you know what? It's Sherlock Holmes. I'm fine with that. If I gotta be a little gay to tickle Sherlock Holmes, I'm gay. You know what? That's called. You have to be out. You have to be accepting. Okay. None of this. None of this stealthy man boy love shit. Yeah. You just you 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 are who you are, and you are okay with who you are. You don't you don't try to hide behind some cultural barriers. Go yeah, well uh, it's just how we do it here. Fucking liar. (laughs) Yeah. You don't. Yeah. Be who you you, are. Yeah. Stop hiding. Stop. It's okay to tickle your homies, but you got to admit that that's yeah. what you're doing. You yeah, kiss him goodnight, he ain't your homie no more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's more than that. All right. All right. Tell, tell us about He's fucking He's more Moriarty. than just a homie. 
Hey, that's my line, Ethan. Oh, oh, oh. Hey, yeah, Jay. Sorry, why did you give us a synopsis? <laughs> three episodes. Oh, okay. Patriot. So, um, much like an OVA list, no bless. Um, we're we're expected to intelligently watch Moriarty the Patriot and pick up on context clues in order to understand what's going on, I don't rather like than having someone exposit all of the plot in my face. Yeah, that's why I could not follow a single thing. Now I fucking anime, love this anime, terrible. but honestly, it's it's hard to give a synopsis of because there's a lot of jumping around. But yeah, you can just. But all of the jumping around is in service of character there. development. So what I'll, what I'll talk about is okay. that the first episode is about establishing the character of Moriarty as an adult, more or less. Um, and where we start yeah. off is that uh, Moriarty is sitting in his house and he's sipping tea and crumpets. And his assistant walks up to him and goes, Moriarty, sir, would you like to read the paper? And he goes, oh, yes, I'd love to. And he looks at the paper, <laughs> and the front page news is, Little Boy Slasher Strikes Again. I don't know if that's exactly what it says, but that's basically what it says. No, but it's close. Yeah, it's, it's also yeah. written in English. I'll accept it. Yeah, the whole newspaper. Yeah, I could read that English. shit. Well done. For a guy in England, I expect that's what should happen. Anyway, uh, he reads the paper. He goes, oh, dast ghastly what's going on these days and the assistant goes mm, I guess uh, the police are having a real hard time finding this murderer it says there are not any clues to go on and then Moriarty goes please elementary my dear sir uh, we simply read the text <laughs> wait a minute wait a minute we simply read the text and we pick up the context clues and we find out immediately who the killer is well at least some interesting things so this is where I get to talk about I really like uh, Sherlock Holmes and Sherlock Holmes as I've said before is a smart guy and specifically a smart guy in the genre of in, uh, a detective novel and like a mystery kind of thing the way you do these kinds of stories is actually really difficult because one of the most difficult aspects is that you have to have a character who is very very smart not be too smart for the viewer and by too smart for the viewer I mean when Sherlock Holmes says, ah, yes, I understand everything perfectly, and he explains his reasoning, it has to make sense to the viewer. Not just make sense in a, oh, okay, I guess that makes sense. In a, ah, oh, yes, I understand, where they could have theoretically thought of it themselves, they just weren't paying enough attention. That, that's the yeah. kind of moment that is so very difficult to pull off. Because on the one hand, if you make it too easy, everyone's predicting it beforehand. If you make it too hard, it just seems like you pulled it out of your ass. So you have to exist in this very difficult sweet spot where people have to feel like they're smart enough to follow along, but not smart enough to predict it ahead of time. So, uh, and just going into that, here's the first demonstration of how this show does this. He looks at the paper it, and he says, okay, so let's look at all of the victims. As far as anyone can tell, they have nothing in common. But what about their parents? And then the guy goes, hmm, their parents, that's interesting. And But it's written in the article who their parents are and what their jobs are. And he goes down the list. Right. Uh, one guy's parent was a hatter. One was a clocksmith. Mm -hmm. One was a um, a tailor. Jeweler. One was a horse breeder. And he yep. goes, looking at that, it would seem Jeweler. like all yeah. those professions have nothing to do with each other. However, if we accept the fact that one person is murdering all of these children then there must be some relation between all of these people that, that says something about the murderer. 
And then he brings up an actual principle of criminal psychology, which is actually laid out a long time ago in uh, Silence of the Lambs, which is that when you're a serial killer, and depending on what kind of serial killer you are, although he surmises that this serial killer is doing it based on, like, lust, where he's he's carving up, he's capturing these kids, and he's carving them up because he loves it. Like, he gets a visceral, visceral sexual reaction out of it. So he says, okay, when you are that kind of serial killer, you kill based on looks. And you'll, you'll be walking around the street, you'll see someone who catches your eye, and you say, I want to kill them. So... And he, he explained this specifically as, uh, what do you learn to covet what you see every day? I believe that's actually yeah. specifically the line I, I from Silence really of the cool. Lambs. Yeah, it's, it's, a la- it's a line from Silence of the Lambs. It's a real principle of criminal psychology, though it's not actually that poetic. The, the basic idea is that when someone's killing on this kind of sexual energy, you know that they've seen this person before. And if you know they've seen them before, you can get a good idea of who they are and where they live because all of their victims will be people that they would have seen in their daily life. So he goes, okay, look at all these jobs. These are all people who make products specifically for nobles. And then going off of that, you must assume that there is one noble who will go around to all of these shops and do what a noble does – only he keeps seeing the kids that help the dad run the shop and he gets covetous. And because he does that, after a while, he has he, he kidnaps them and murders them. So mm-hmm. that's, that's a perfect example of exactly how to do this exact thing. Where, theoretically, any one of us could have read this newspaper article and not necessarily come to that exact conclusion. Right. Yeah. Because we wouldn't have been not necessarily smart enough, but because there actually are a lot of assumptions in there. It's it, just, just to be clear, Sherlock Holmes is not a good criminal psychologist. Uh, Sherlock Holmes's principles of observation and deduction are bullshit. Uh, you can't actually do them in real life; they don't work that way. But that's fine. What? It's, it's supposed to be fun. But so, the books are good. Yeah, they are good, and they're fun. As long as you understand, it's not real. It can still be fun. They're like Harry Potter. A little better than that, okay. I'd say. But fine. Uh, what? That, <laughs> whatever. What? Don't, no, don't, whatever. Get out. Leave. So, good example. We, we, had a, we had the information given to us all at once. We were probably trying to sit there thinking like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm thinking, I'm thinking. And he just comes to the conclusion faster. That's how that scene feels. And that is correct. That, that is how you want that scene to feel. Uh, aside from that, after that, we, we get introduced to the third member of the Moriarty gang. So there's Moriarty, his like butler slash friend, uh, who we find out later is actually his biological brother. And this other guy who you don't really know who he is at first, but he is uh, Albert and he is a shit. What is his title? He's, he's a count? He's, he's, Al- he's Albert Baron. Yeah, well, uh, uh, one of the well, two. He, Aaron. Whatever, it doesn't matter. He's a noble. Uh, he, he's landed, yeah. Yes, he's a landed noble. So yes. the, one of the next scenes we get is that Albert, the landed noble, walking into the tailor, who is the father, and he talks to the father of the most recent victim. And he says, oh, uh, Mr. Whatever, uh, I, I, I want to talk about my suit. And the guy goes, oh, yeah, no, uh, uh, your suit's not ready yet. And he says, oh, uh, Mr. Mr. Taylor, you look really sunken-eyed and sad. It must be because your son was brutally di- dissected. And he says, yeah, well, you, you, you got me on that one. That's exactly why. Um, so 
He says, oh, well, uh, you know, it must be really bad as a father to have your son dissected. He says, oh, yeah, you betcha. And he looks down at the table and it, there's this wonderful shot of his eyes that are like really sunken and sad. Yeah. And then they, yeah. they get even sunkener and sadder yeah, more... and then mad. And he goes, yeah. if I could just find the person who did this. And then they cut the scene. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's like, it okay, that conversation went somewhere. And that scene was cool, too. It was fucking like, great. I it, So, A, it was just, like, a well-paced scene. Mm-hmm. And then, B, I liked it because at first I was like, hold on, is this, like, the dude returning to the scene of the crime? Because, like, we know it's yeah, a noble. Yeah. This the dude is clearly think, a noble. The first like, thing you think is, Albert, oh, shit, he's a noble. He's going into this exact shop. Maybe it's the killer trying to gloat. And then you find out, and it still is maybe by the end of the scene. But you're like, oh, he's seems like he's he he's trying to talk to him about his son, and he got really mad, and that becomes important later. Uh, but Albert is the third member of the gang, and he he doesn't introduce himself with his full name, but his name is Albert Moriarty. Yes. Um, for those of you who who know Sherlock Holmes and know Moriarty, William James Moriarty is his actual name. Like according in Sherlock Holmes, that's his name, William James Moriarty. Yep. So, that and that's the main character of the show, William James Moriarty. Albert Moriarty is not a character that exists, at least as far as I know, and I'm pretty sure it's not it's not one that exists. So you're like, oh, yeah, well, that's it feels weird. like a liberty. Well, because what's strange is that uh, in in Sherlock Holmes, Moriarty is a professor, not a noble. And right. what's strange yeah. is that Albert Moriarty. is named Moriarty. And he's a landed yes. noble, and he's the landowner. And she's like, well, that's kind of weird. I don't... Albert Moriarty is an original character, but he's the one who is actually the noble. So what's going on with William Moriarty? And then that question is more or less answered in episode two, where we jump backwards in time to young Moriarty. And he's walking around town, and he's being a general helpful people to all the common folk. He's giving them... Uh, advice on how well, to, to to be clear young, gambling advice flower yeah, yeah. advice young William advice, like yeah young did any, I say like, like it, yeah sorry you I said, said Moriarty, young Moriarty that's yeah, fine you're right that's gonna things be things are gonna get confusing if we do that <laughs> young William for, for all intents and purposes William Moriarty is Moriarty and will and that yeah, becomes like, more clear in episode three but yeah. so young William Moriarty is walking around town he's giving advice to all the peasants he's being a really really nice guy. Um, He's telling them how to better grow flowers, how to gamble better, how to do all kinds of things. Anything that they ask. When they come up to him, he gives them the answer. And the reason that he's so smart, um, that's revealed later on, but it's it's not really important information. He's, he's basically a genius, but him and his little brother would uh, run away into the, into the National Library and just read books. They had like a deal with the, with the librarian who wouldn't kick them out. But basically, yep. he just reads all the fucking time. And he's really, really smart. Obviously has, like, one of those edetic memories where he never forgets anything. Uh, so, he, he's being a nice guy, and he goes back into the carriage, and he, he go, rides with Albert, uh, his, his what he refers to as his older brother, um, back to the Moriarty estate. They take a step out. And immediately the butler goes like, uh, oh, welcome back, Sir Albert. And not you, peasant bitch. And he yeah. he just looks at William and you're like, wait, what? He's, huh? How does that make sense? And then the the uh, butler explains in not so much of an exposition that he 
is very, very ashamed to be serving someone of a lower class, even though yeah. he was formally adopted. And you're like, oh, I get it. Moriarty yeah. is a poor kid who got adopted by a rich family, and the butler's yes. got some shit to say about that. Yeah. He's a real, like, dickhead about it, Oh, he's a real too. dickhead like, about it. Like, it's amazing. Oh, that, he's a real dickhead about uh, it. I, I really like how this is actually a, a good example of how class works. Because, like, the butler is not upper class. No, he's not. He serves upper class people. Yes. And, like, right. because he, he has had that privilege, he feels like he is, like, yeah. established enough to look at some other working class individual and yeah, be like, Yeah, he believes that he's you. a step above exactly. working class, but still below the yeah. nobles. Yes. He believes that he's created his own that, that, well, legitimately good class theory. Uh, yeah, because... A lot of times, class is not something actually based in anything other than perception. So clearly, this butler has a perception of himself as better than the average person because he does such a good job of serving nobility, which maybe even nobility wouldn't agree with. But it doesn't matter. As long as he perceives it that way, that's it. So right. uh, so that's where we get some critical background, where, where William Moriarty is adopted and so is Louis Moriarty his brother who is kind of tagging along but not really saying much um at the towards the middle of episode 2 we get what is the explanation now of how he was adopted so there is Albert Moriarty who seems to be like in his 20s you know like young adult uh he's got a dad and a mom um I don't remember well, their name no I would I would say that he Well like maybe 30 you say he's 20 yet no 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 I'm saying Albert pre like I, like Albert is the eldest. Yeah. And Albert is the Albert that we know now. I don't think he's in his twenties yet. Honestly, well, I think that yeah. he's like seventeen. I, I was putting him in his early twenties during when William Moriarty is young. But yeah, that's what I'm talking. Whatever. About. I don't that, think he's, it's not really all that yeah. important. <laughs> well, honestly, after the we get out of this flashback, they all appear to be the same age. <laughs> so <laughs> we're not going to talk true. about that. <laughs> Anyway, but anyway, he is the he is the eldest son of the Moriarty. of the real Moriarty family. So, yes, so just to establish right. this, because it was it's it's not confusing, but it's something that you wouldn't get through a synopsis as as clearly. William Moriarty and Louis Moriarty are originally peasants who are not named Moriarty. They were adopted by the Moriarty family. The real Moriarty family is Albert and his brother, whose name I forget. It's Will, William. Oh, it is. Oh, yeah. So, duh. That's my that's, bad. Yeah. yeah that's so, big duh. Very important later. Uh, yeah. Albert and and real William Moriarty and their parents, whose names I definitely forget and don't care to know. I uh, don't. Yeah. But don't dad care. and mom Moriarty. I think they just call. I just. I don't even remember if they use his name in that meeting because I think they just say Lord. Well, Moriarty yeah, exactly. Because they they constantly use yeah. his title. So the next yeah. scene we get is the understanding of why these kids were adopted. And it is Lord Moriarty and Lady Moriarty at a very, very fancy party. And Lord Moriarty is sitting at a table with the boys. And they're all smoking cigars and having a good chat. But there's some debutante sitting at the table with them. Yep. And she's explaining that she just feels so bad for the peasants. Shh. She's a duchess, oh, she, if I remember Okay, correctly. well, well, a debutante. Yeah. Yeah, I guess can, a, she's still a debutante. debutante? Okay. I, well, okay. Because yeah, because I, she's I clearly somebody's daughter who's looking to marry, and that's why all these guys are trying to impress her, even yeah. though Lord Moriarty is already married. You know, you still kind of do that thing. It's socializing. Point is, is that uh, this lady is explaining that she just feels so bad for the peasants, 
and that uh, we as nobles have an obligation to the lower class. Noblesse. Noblesse oblige, some might say. And uh, that she is going to adopt an orphan. And all and all the guys at the table go, oh my goodness, that's so. I have to I have to get one of these. Oh man, you're really going above and beyond there, lady. I gotta go catch me one of the orphan and, and, things. You're well, talking basically, about. what Lord Moriarty, in order to seem really cool to this lady, says, "You know what? I agree with you one hundred percent. That is our obligation as nobles." Well, now he's faking yeah, it. He's but, faking it to impress yeah, her. I just meant to set it, to set it up though. Is the other noble at the table says, "Yeah, I will take an orphan to my home first, and then looks. Oh at yeah, 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 looks at. Lord Moriarty, and he goes, uh, uh, yeah, no, I agree. Right. Like, right. at first, he's like, oh, I'm flabbergasted, but oh, oh, yeah, definitely. Right. No, no, I'll, Sorry, I'll you're right, you're right. Of... It is important that, yeah. it, this is what makes it clear that he really doesn't give a shit. So, he doesn't yeah. give a shit, but he's just going to adopt a kid to, you know, impress this lady. Or to seem cool at a party. <laughs> Albert is presumably there, or at least hears about this later. Albert, uh... Goes and basically yeah, he volunteers. Hears his, he hears his mom and dad fighting. Yeah, about yeah, he it. hears them fighting about. It. Albert actually does care about the peasants, and he goes and he volunteers yeah. at an orphan, uh, an orphanarium, an orphanage, an orphanarium. He volunteers at an orphanage to like, you know, read books to them and give them stuff, and which the nobles call a ragged house. Yes, yes. I believe they they so have a special a word thing, for it, it that's extremely <laughs> derogatory. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> For obvious reasons. Uh, so he volunteers there. And one day he goes there to the orphanarium, as he's done several times. And there's two new kids. And it's future real Moriarty and his brother Lewis, you know, the main character. Yes. And uh, all the people at the orphanarium are like, oh, he's so smart. He's so learned. He knows how to read. That's so strange. Uh, but we just picked him up. He's an orphan. And then uh, Albert really likes him, and he hangs out with him. He talks to him, and he thinks he's a really cool kid. Well, he he's intrigued. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah so, yeah. so he likes him. He I likes mean, that's him. fair. What yeah. what happens more importantly is that um, uh, I, I guess I'll just say it in the chronological order, but it's not how the order of the actual show goes. Uh, you're you're introduced to uh, the real William Moriarty, Albert's biological brother. And he's a huge fucking asshole. Like, somehow even more of an oh, asshole much. than his parents. I, like, stabbed through the hand of a maid because she did something She wrong. She made yeah. bad tea. Basically, he dude, stabs people for like, fun. He's like a Joffrey. Yeah, he's he, just like a real shithead. Definitely a Joffrey-level asshole. So that's really all you need to know. But that that's what the next scene that happens in the show. Chronologically, what happens is Albert goes to talk to future real main character Moriarty um, and he overhears Moriarty, uh, that kid giving a speech to the other orphans in the orphanarium where his speech yes. is quite literally there are good there are good nobles who do things and there are bad nobles and just so we're clear what do we do when we find bad nobles and all the kids chant in unison we fucking <laughs> kill them <laughs> I'm like holy yeah. shit boys <laughs> Yeah, we this got is the same reaction Albert had after hearing that. Like, what the hell Holy is going on? Holy <laughs> fuck, dude. But Albert hears this, and I guess... And as a noble is reasonably concerned. As a noble, he's reasonably concerned, but also at the same time, 
we he's clearly thinking about what just happened with his brother where his brother is yeah. a huge piece of shit and he's like yeah that kid's a yep. bad kid again just to make it clear it jumps around a lot chronologically i believe albert immediately walks in and starts talking to moriarty but in terms of the show that's not actually what immediately happens but what what's important is that we get a bunch more scenes of albert having conversations with his family and just he- hearing them like talk endless like shit huge pieces of shit yeah, yeah talk I endless mean, shit specifically it's... on the two adopted boys because at this yes. point we know that they get adopted and that that all makes sense yeah. And basically, they talk shit on them endlessly. They say they're stinky and dirty, and they got diseases. And the dad's like, "Yeah, well, I I did this to look cool at a party. Could you guys not stamp that? All right, I gotta look cool." <laughs> and then he offhandedly drops the idea, or the mom does offhandedly drops the idea of like, if only they just got in trouble with the police, then we could get rid of them, you know, scot free. And then this the, seems the, neat. Yeah, this seems good. This scene is neat because like it, it's. It, so for, it starts with the kid, like uh, the asshole, mm-hmm. being like, you know, fuck all the kids. And you're like, well, yeah, I mean, you expect that. And then it's the mom that is like, hey, why did you do this? Like, this is stupid. And you expect the dad to be kind of defensive, which he is. But then later on, um, his asshole son is like, yeah, well, they fucking stink. And then the dad is like. Yeah, they do. Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah, they fucking smell. Like, it's fucking horrible. Yeah. Like, they are obviously <laughs> disgusting people. I'm not doing it for them. I'm doing it yeah. for the party. And you're like, oh, yeah. good. I do actually hate him, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, good. and this is where the real Moriarty, the real William Moriarty, gets the idea that he is going to try to frame his adopted brothers so that they can get kicked out. And that's... Yes. Now we jump back to Albert in the church... Basically going up to the future Moriarty and saying, I really agree with everything you said and I'm kind of disgusted and ashamed to admit it because I'm a noble, but like everything you said is 100% true. There are nobles who just are absolute shit piles and they make the world a worse place. And Moriarty basically explains that in his like vision, the problem is that when there are shitty nobles, the random people don't believe that but they, they get galvanized. And, like, just to make it clear, he still thinks that the nobility shouldn't really be a thing. But basically yeah. what he's saying is that some of these people are actually industrious and smart and hardworking and that they actually got land that way and that's kind of okay. But there are, But most of them just get what they get because they're born that way. And then when they turn out to be shitheads... They don't deserve to keep what they have, including right. <clears throat> their life. <laughs> yes. So yes. So uh, Albert walks in and says, "I can't believe I just heard what I heard, but honestly, I can't help but agree." And it's at this point, which is a wonderful little bit, that while he's ta- having this conversation more uh, between him and future Moriarty, Lewis, the little brother, sneaks up yep. behind Albert with a fucking knife, but he doesn't do anything. With the, with the express yep. intention that if Albert doesn't agree, he has to die. Yep. And it's like, yes. hot 100%. damn, we're going somewhere here. We're doing it, So boys. Albert does agree. And what he specifically says to, to future Moriarty is, I'm going to adopt you. Specifically for the reason that I will give my, my fortune and my home and anything that I can to help you in your crusade. Yep. And then Moriarty goes, 
okay. That sounds I good. I loved this scene. But more important... This scene was so yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah, it's really cool. And then there's, yeah. there's a little bit at the end where the implication is Moriarty... The future Moriarty is like, hmm, but there needs to be something that proves that you're going to actually do it. Next cutback is is the real Moriarty, brat asshole Jeffrey, <laughs> Joffrey, uh, trying to yeah. sneak into fake Moriarty and Lewis's room and he's going to plant silverware in one of their drawers to, to fake and like uh, frame them for stealing so that he can get kicked yep, out. Right. Moriarty walks up behind him, uh, the future Moriarty, and goes, <laughs> oh, I see what you were trying to do. That's pretty cool. And then he goes, oh, well, I, well uh, fuck you. I hate you. <laughs> and then uh, I love yeah, William. Yeah. He's such a petulant. Yeah, he's such shit. a petulant little fuck. And then Future Moriarty goes, "Oh, yeah, it's fine. I mean, I, I, I was gonna have to figure out where to put your body anyway." And he's like, "I'm sorry, my what?" <laughs> <laughs> what, a, what, a, what a great line! Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> saves me the trouble of moving. Yeah, it's like, yeah. whoa, my what? Okay. My I, I feel like you know this just escalated a little God, bit. I, I was just gonna yeah. frame you for thievery. So Future Moriarty I mean, came here really to fucking up. kill. Uh, and then, you know, it's revealed that there were fake things in the bed to make it look like they were there sleeping. So fake, uh, so real Moriarty wouldn't get fooled. Uh, and then the real fucking kicker happens as, as that, uh, uh, Joffrey Moriarty basically says, oh, what, you, you're just going to kill me? And then Moriarty goes, no, no, I don't do that. No, that, that ain't me. That ain't me. I don't do that. <laughs> uh, I'll show you who is. And he basically takes a table and he smashes off a chair leg. So it's like splintery. And then fucking Albert walks in, and he just hands him yeah. the table leg. It's like, Albert, your brother's gonna fucking kill you. It's like, <laughs> <Yeah>. oh, God. <laughs> uh, Albert just basically walks up, tells him he's a disgusting little runt. He jams a table leg into his gut. Oh, yep. And then as he falls to the floor crying for his life, uh, he goes, yep. don't oh pull that God, out. This is such a good scene. Don't, what? Yeah. Uh, it was such a... Well, the, my, my favorite part of that scene is right before you get to what you're going to say. Yeah. I don't know what you say. It's, is, is he stabs him in the gut, and then he falls over. And then Albert turns around. This dude is crying in pain, clearly not yeah. dead, just like crying behind him. And Albert just turns away, looks back at the, the new, the, the future Moriarty. And uh, the future Moriarty goes, ah, yeah, I think that'll do. I trust you now. Yeah, basically. yeah, like this was your test. <laughs> and he's, he's like dying on the ground behind yeah. them. Like it wasn't like, you know, he slit his throat and he's dead. No, this guy is suffering yeah, to death. Dead. And, <laughs> and then it gets better because uh, Joffrey Moriarty starts like fucking with the table leg. And then future Moriarty goes, nah, I wouldn't recommend pulling that out. Uh, yeah. we, we don't want you to bleed to death too quickly. And then they don't do anything about it, so it's not really clear why he doesn't just do it anyway. But, you know, like, whatever. Point is, is they take uh, Joffrey Moriarty, slowly still bleeding to death internally, and they tuck him into to, uh, future Moriarty's bed. And what he expressly yeah. says is, I, if they do do an autopsy, I want to make sure that your lungs are full of scar tissue from the flames. Yes. And you're like, yeah. what? <laughs> 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 So they all go yeah. throughout the Moriarty mansion and they open up the gas key of all of their gas lights. Um, so in the turn of the century, probably like 1890, uh, gas lighting yep. was a thing. So like a fancy, fancy. Not, not like today's gas yeah. lighting. Well, it's, it's actually lighting using yeah, gas. Yeah, lighting yes. using gas. <laughs> 
Um, so Methane basically what they do no is they unplug all of it so they create a massive gas leak in the house. And they all go hide in the wine cellar. And they rig up a clock to set up a set off a, a flintlock pistol to, to yep. set it all off. They blow up the whole fucking house. So everybody just... McFucking explodes. The, the yep. Albert has now committed full fratricide. He has killed his entire family. Yes. They step yeah, out. I was telling Bar about that. I was like, so he murdered his brother, which I guess that's he, like... He personally stabbed his brother in the gut yeah. with a broken table leg and watched him cry and bleed yeah. on the floor. Yep. After that, he gasses slash blows up his the rest of his family, aka his mom yep. and dad. <laughs> Bruh, dude, Bruh. this this guy's the biggest comrade you've God ever seen. God damn, <laughs> big <Craig>. capital <laughs> C comrade. But speaking of yep. capital C comrades, <laughs> they take a step out of the wine cellar. The whole house is on fire. They're all like, "All right, let's get out of here oh, real yeah. quick before the place burns yeah. down." Lewis, the sickly brother picks up a piece of burning wood and pushes it in his face and goes, we gotta make sure everything is 100% believable. And I'm like, Bruh. And he's like, this is, this is my, this is my recompense to yeah. you guys yep. for getting yeah. me out of here. I want you to know we're all equals in this and I'll yeah. do yeah. my Everybody, yes. everybody contributes. This is my face. contribution. <laughs> Holy God damn, dude. Jesus Christ. It's fucking lit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I actually forgot about something important. Um, so in case it wasn't clear, uh, the entire reason, the first episode, because I've kind of skipped around a little bit. Um, yeah, yeah. So after, so basically, that's what happens. They go out, uh, they go out of the burning house. Everyone goes, oh my God, what the hell happened? He says, and then Albert goes, oh my God, this is so terrible. Uh, I'm Albert Moriarty, and these are my brothers, these are my brothers. William Moriarty yes. and Louis Moriarty. And you're like, uh, yes. okay. <laughs> so that's not even his real name. Yep. But now he's officially replaced his family. Yep. <laughs> Great. So fucking awesome. So just going back a little bit, chronologically, what happens now is that obviously William, Mar who is now considered William Moriarty, grows yeah, up. So now we will refer to him as. Yeah, and he's clearly yep. on his quest to kill bad nobles. Now this brings us back to the original murder mystery in the first episode. In the t and the uh, the tailor yeah. wishing yes. that he could get his hands on the murderer. Yes, and the tailor specifically expressing his desire to murder the murderer. Now, Albert was the one who went in and talked to him about this. So now it makes sense yeah. why he was the one doing that. Because he is trying to find he, he's trying to find new people to do what he did. Which is because yep. Moriarty doesn't kill people. Uh William Moriarty doesn't kill people. Who I'm just gonna call that from now on so we don't get confusing. Moriarty yeah. doesn't kill people. He gets other people who have been wronged by nobility to kill the nobles. Yeah, to to right yes. their own wrong, well, not to right their own wrongs, but to get revenge yes. yep. because for themselves. Because very importantly, to Moriarty's point, there is no higher justice that can tell you what is right or wrong. He doesn't yeah. just turn that noble over to the cops like uh, um, Sherlock Holmes would. In this case, he's finding someone who that man wronged, uh, you know, person who the father of the child he butchered. And he's yep. just giving the, the father a knife, capturing, the, you know, discovering who the murderer is and capturing that man, 
putting him alone in a room with the dad and saying, just do whatever you want. Specifically, do whatever you want, but make it quick. I only brought one well, cigarette. Well, make it quick, but, <laughs> but, but also help him get away with it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's our main character. What an yeah. absolutely fucking fantastic three episodes. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I So, like, not only did I just enjoy the, the like... Like, if you just put this, these things together as a plot synopsis, I'd be like, wow, this is, like, actually doing something kind of bold. Like, a brother murdering his own brother while they aren't even adults yeah. in an anime and then murdering the rest of his family and portraying him as the good guy. Easily That's killed, like, fucking a 13, 14-year-old child. And watch them yes, suffer. Easily. Yeah. Yes. And, um... I, I, I clapped when I saw and it. Then, <laughs> yep. Never and has Joffrey that, choking on his own pigeon pie... Has any has a child dying been so satisfying? <laughs> On top of all that too, this is I'm convinced. Like I'm gonna look up whoever made this anime because they are a leftist and they are using anime as a vehicle to like activate maybe, other leftists. Maybe I don't want to give. I'm them thinking that it's yet. happening. I don't want to give them that yet because and, and we'll talk about it here. One of the other absolute, they talk about mutual no, 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 aid. I know, I know, I know. One of the other absolutely wonderful things about this is that Moriarty is what. In Sherlock Holmes, Moriarty is a bad guy. He does mm-hmm. bad things. So just just to be clear on this, in Sherlock Holmes, Moriarty is a professor. And what makes him evil is that he thinks that smart people should be in charge of everyone else. Sherlock Holmes, okay. then, yeah. is the guy who is trying to subvert that idea of nobility by taking down Moriarty. In the traditional Sherlock Holmes, Moriarty is the symbol of nobility and the obligation of the noble and how that corrupts. So, but what's important about this twist is that Moriarty is a criminal and a murderer. And they don't shy away from that in any capacity. Yeah. Uh, Sherlock Holmes considers himself better than the people he arrests... And better than Moriarty, not only because he doesn't kill, but because he doesn't really have to be, he doesn't have to kill to fix society. Now, for those of you who right. don't know, or maybe have only been introduced to certain versions of Sherlock Holmes, Sherlock Holmes is not averse to violence. Like original no, book Sherlock no, Holmes, he's not. not averse to violence. The, the, uh, the movies that came out relatively recently with Robert Downey Jr. are fairly accurate representations of Sherlock Holmes. He, he does a lot of fucking drugs and he has no problem punching people. The difference here is that he considers it okay to beat the shit out of people but not kill them because he is attempting to prove that his intellectual capacity is what gives him is what makes him better and that by not killing people, he's showing that intellectual is the correct answer like the the intellectual answer is the correct answer you know what i mean yep so like totally with you so in this show moriarty also represents the opposition to the nobility but in a far more direct way whereas moriarty and sherlock holmes originally was just a power-hungry intellectual Moriarty in this is also, in a way, a power-hungry intellectual, but he's an anarchist intellectual, where he expressly seeks to tear down the power structure that allows nobles to abuse 
their power and their money and, and, and to abuse their power and money and to abuse poor people. So if you have power and money and you don't abuse people, you don't die. Yep. That's yeah, yeah. fine. I mean, and, and he does very specifically say, like, bad news. And he might be using that as propaganda, but I don't think he well, is. Well, because that's, that's the key, and we'll talk about that in a bit. So just to be clear, Moriarty, the character Moriarty is a genius in this anime because he is almost exactly the same as Sherlock Holmes. But more importantly, he's drawing on what you could call a criticism of Sherlock Holmes, which is that at the end of the day, all Sherlock Holmes ever does is throw these people in prison. These people are still in charge of the country and they're still in charge of the police. And ultimately, the police still exist and serve those nobility. So when, so like, say on average, let's say like, you know, crime of the week in Sherlock Holmes, when a noble is going on a killing spree, he doesn't see anything wrong with nobility. He just arrests this guy because he's a murderer. Moriarty takes it that step further and acknowledges that his role and and place in society as a noble is what expressly allowed him to both commit this crime, it's the motivation for his crime, and it's the reason he was so hard to catch. Hmm. So this, this Moriarty in Moriarty the Patriot recognizes that nobility is a corrupting force that will yes. produce yeah, these right. bad yeah. nobles and that the Agreed. and that it is the very the very societal influence and role of nobility that will lead to these bad nobles so while he only kills bad nobles it doesn't mean that he thinks nobility is okay to exist he's just going right. to start by murdering all the bad nobles and, and probably, hopefully, set that as an example for other, like, poor people so that they not right. only kill the right people, but overthrow this societal structure. You, you understand yeah, this and- because when he's walking around town, he's giving everybody advice in their common life so that they're not dependent on anyone who has, right now, has a monopoly on knowledge. Because theoretically, and, they would have to go ask a person who could read, a.k.a. a noble, how to do any of this shit. We should talk about praxis as well, because that's also just really good messaging. It, it is. If you're only killing the bad nobles, then, I mean, it's sort of like a no true Scotsman thing. A little bit, where it's like, look, there's, again, again, and it's, and it's an important thing that makes him simultaneously relatable, but also knowingly, quote unquote, evil. Because I think the ingenious in making this character Moriarty rather than a new version of Sherlock Holmes is that you go into this thinking, oh, this is about Moriarty. He's going to be a bad guy. And so you go from going thinking he's a bad guy to maybe agreeing with him rather than being dumped into the scenario and being expected to agree with him because he was Sherlock Holmes. Exactly. Yeah. So that's just really, really ingenious use of an existing franchise. The other thing I definitely want to talk about with this anime is that it is, it has absolutely superb art direction. Visually, it is a masterpiece without any of the story. So one thing that happens a lot... A masterpiece? Hell yeah. So... I'm not saying it looks bad. No, 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 no. no. I'm not talking about like animation quality, like, ooh, uh, let me count the frames. Was it 60 FPS? I'm talking about art direction. One thing that, like, yes, all the characters are drawn very generic looking. 
Um, again, like it's got that little bit of Bashonen style where like Moriarty's kind of yeah, hot. yeah, whatever. It's anime. I'm fine with that. I don't think that's really the. There's no man boy love scenes because like I don't think it's trying to feed that image. So, but what I want to yeah, talk sure. about art direction is I'm talking about. Um, there's a lot of cutaway shots of, of like violent atmosphere. Uh, there's a lot of artistic decisions to make people like change how people are physically drawn to emphasize a point. So one example is that when uh, the noble who's going on a little boy killing spree uh, get like, they show you the horrible thing where he like captures a kid. He's got him tied up on a little chair and he's going to cut him. Yeah. And he, when he walks in, everything is red. Like the whole world is red. It's there's like a lot of purple thrown in there. A lightning strike goes off. Like everything's shadowed and dark and spooky and scary. And the guy walks yeah. in. You can't see him because he's he's black silhouette. And when he when he smiles because he knows he's got a kid, he's gonna kill and he's gonna like it. He's got vampire teeth. The guy yeah, physically yeah. does not have vampire teeth. The point of this is that it's telling you that this man. It, it's telling you that his his feeling is sexual and predatory it's telling you something about him that's not only like well delivered but it's important for moriarty's investigation because it in a way is a context clue that the viewer could use to understand why you know he might be covetous of these children clearly when a guy walks in and like sickeningly sinister smiles like yeah i get to cut a little boy you know right away that the fact that they're young is, has a lot to do with why they're targeted. Yeah, I, I don't I don't really disagree, but I, I feel like you might be imparting... I think that it is a convenient connection between what anime already does and the application of it here. Sure, so here's another example. When the dad says, I really wish I could get my hands on that guy, there are like six cutaway shots of gothic architecture with a hell of a lot of red color on it. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. do use they use red very well yeah. here. Um, like there is a scene I, I wish I could remember which one it is, but th- there is a scene where the entire screen is red, mm-hmm. and then I think Moriarty says something that's like a, a relatively big reveal, and then it all cuts back to normal. Color. Well, that, spe- that I know exactly what you're talking about. And that specific scene is after Albert stabs his brother. The lead up to when, oh, when Albert walks it. in the room and Moriarty shuts the door behind him, everything is red. Mm-hmm. And he yeah. takes the fucking thing and he shoves it into his brother. His brother squeals and falls onto the ground. It's still red. The second Moriarty yeah. talks to Albert, he diffuses the blood rage in the room and the red goes away instantly. You no longer have the yes. spooky gothic music. It's just that little boy crying and and dying on the floor. That is I fantastic think... fucking direction. Yeah, that was good. One of my favorite uses, well, one of my favorite directed parts of this was was uh, the dinner scene mm-hmm. when I like the dinner scene. Listening, listening to his family talk trash about these orphans, and like everything starts to get muted, and he starts and he's thinking in his head, and he just starts to it cuts to him staring at pictures of his family, and they just start to kind of like burn away. Yeah. Yes. Like he just he just he just starts to like he's just like I hate all of you. I don't want to hear your voices. I don't want to talk to you. I don't want anything to do with you. And he just stands up and yeah. walks away. Well, and, yeah, and while he says that, it, you don't, you don't, he doesn't have to say it because you feel yeah, it. Yeah, no, he doesn't. Yeah. Oh my god, it's so it's good. It's so fucking good. That level of art that does not exist in anime. Ninety nine, but you know, fuck anime. That does not exist in movies. Ninety nine point nine percent of the time. 
That shit was so yeah. fucking effective. And and for once, it's using the fact that it's drawn as a way of doing things that you couldn't do with a physical camera. Yeah, I mean, yeah. this is like sort of like the Spider-Verse arc. Yeah, exactly. Right? Where like Spider-Verse yeah. is a very, very good example of how to make comic books into an animated Yeah. You know, Use the style. So, yeah, I, I do agree with that. Yeah, yeah exactly. There yep. are so 100%. many good examples. And there are tiny ones like that, too. Um, like uh, one of them that would be a little bit more cliche or could easily exist in a movie was uh, when the Taylor dad will, will go through his thing and he picks up a button and it's got a little blood on it and he realizes that this is the button that his son had in his bag when he was murdered. Yeah. He got the yeah. bag back but not his son. So like kind of on the nose but like he just stares at it. That yeah. is something you would see and consider good in an anime or a TV show. Or anything like that. Because it's telling you what you need to know and it's doing it effectively. I know he's thinking about his son and the fact that he's dead. And he's probably not fucking happy about it. Great. I understand that. The cutaways to the gothic architecture with red, that's quite literally (laughs) avant-garde. That is what that word means. (laughs) Yeah. I keep using that word. And it works. I actually think it you know works. What it you didn't go, oh, what the <laughs> fuck am I looking at? Some French like yeah. some French snob shit? No. You you saw no, it, you it was effective, exactly you knew what he was thinking, and you felt it. That yep. that is a very rare talent to be able to pull off something like that. Oh. This is not just good for anime. This is not just good for TV. This is really fucking good. It doesn't matter whether you're like, and and to be perfectly fair, I'm super behind like the show's message, and I can't wait to see where it goes. Oh yeah, like that's the but reason. But even even if sure. at the end of the day, oh even if at the end of the day, Moriarty, the 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 show isn't behind Moriarty's message. Let's say at the end of the day, the show ends with with the overall message of it's not good to kill people for your mission. Sure. And even though I'm not necessarily, even though I would think that wouldn't necessarily be a satisfying way to end that, I don't think the ending or the story even really matters in the sense of, well, it's just one of the elements of how good this is. And it's not the only element of how brilliant it is. And that even without that story, like even if this was just a Sherlock Holmes thing, it would still be extremely good. Oh yeah, no. I, I that's agree. part of also um, why I think it's better than Millionaire Detective because I don't think Millionaire okay. Detective was trying that hard. They they delivered on what they were delivering one hundred percent, and there is nothing wrong with not shooting for the moon on everything that you do. However, when something does right. try harder and try to be more and succeeds, and succeeds. I think it deserves yeah. to be called better. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I get that then. I understand that. So just as a reminder, on um, the writers for this, I, I opened up the writers and directors. Ignore the yeah, studio. Well, you went studio, over it last time. IG. Yeah, but like I, I forgot about it, honestly, since the last time we talked mm-hmm. about it. So the writer, one of the writers did a lot of Erased, mm-hmm. um, did this show called 91 Days that I wanted to look into that actually doesn't look like shit. And uh, oh, wait, the... is that the Italian mobster one? Yeah, it's not, it's a little far up. It's it is a little, oh, up really? Time, but yeah, okay. I can see it's, that. It's not terrible, but it's definitely that's when they tried a little too hard and they didn't quite come yeah. across it. Doesn't have uh, as the, it doesn't have this art direction for sure. And, and the fact that you say this yeah. is Studio IG surprises the shit out of me, yeah, right? Who also, Studio IG also did uh, Noblesse, yeah, for fuck's sake, know. like 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, as you have reminded me every time, it doesn't matter if it's uh, exactly. the studio it does matter not matter. <laughs> or unless it's like Trigger, it doesn't matter. Uh, the, the only other one I was going to recommend on this was uh, this dude also did the screenplay for Usagi Drop, and that was the one where... Uh, uh, it was name. it was a dude's dad ended up having a bastard stepdaughter, mm-hmm. and it like out of wedlock, no one knew about. And on his deathbed, it was revealed that he had one. And everyone was like, "Oh my god, we can't even acknowledge this little girl because like it would bring shame on the family." And then his son is like, "Well, I'll raise her." And people were like, "What? What the fuck's wrong with you? You don't know how to handle kids." Like I remember reading over the plot, and we were like, "Yeah, I mean that could I think be." I've heard of that. Show. Um, all right, well, at yeah, the I'm very least, the so far, well. I think this is the best thing he's done. Because those other things... Even over Erased? Yeah, I think this is I haven't seen Erased, erased. so... Erased oh, is okay, fantastic. Yeah, so Don't get me wrong. Erased is fantastic. But I would put it in that millionaire detective slot where it's well, doing least, what it's doing. For, at least for... Yeah. I would say at least for right now with Moriarty. I don't think they're going to fail, which is why I don't think they should... Well, hold up. Let's just... Let's get into it. Uh, I think we all know where this is going, but I want to make it official. Uh, so, Ethan, tell me who you're... Well, no, wait, 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 Moriarty's wait. not allowed Ethan, on the podcast. Tell... The other one wins by wait default. A minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I know that, but I'm going to be official. Ethan, tell me why you think Noblesse should move on. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, okay, so Noblesse is, I would say, an, it's a very good example of what we're trying to find on Crappy Anime Showdown. It has some pretty wild uh assumptions about what nobles are supposed to be which means that i get angry every time i hear them talk about wanting to take care of humans so the theory behind it already worships authority so i hate it um it also means that it won't make any sense by the time it's done uh because it will be up its own ass about whether kings are supposed to be you know uh you know uh, accepted uh also right. the plot hops all over the place um, it's not nearly as bad for that as Mr. Love Queen's choice, but it certainly does a lot of hopping, like jumping from the union and jumping to the defective unions and to jumping into school. Um, it doesn't explain a lot of things, which obviously part of that's because we didn't watch the OVA, but it also sort of assumes that you will implicitly like its characters, which I think is fucking yeah, hilarious. It is hilarious. Like, Especially the, the, the MC, who's kid, not the like, MC. Yep. Yeah, the MC. Yeah, exactly. Like we're supposed to just like this guy, and maybe you could say they're doing it on purpose. I don't, I don't think, think they're they doing are. it on purpose. <laughs> but like, like that would be a cool show, right? Like one where you assume that you'll like the MC, and everyone just naturally does it, but they don't really understand why. Um, that's not the show. <laughs> so yeah, I, I think that the show offers some pretty good jokes. Um, it has enough plot to make it fun to watch because they will fuck up their own plot. And they will fuck up their oh, own yeah. characters, um, and it's gonna—it's probably gonna do some weird batshit stuff like um, Plunderer did, where there's like just time travel for the sake of it, or you know shows that do that kind yeah, of weird that, stuff. Yeah, that's always so, on the table. Yeah, nope. It's always on the table, and this thing is like told us from the very, very beginning that weird sci-fi shit is on the yeah. table. So yeah, hundred percent gets my vote. Oh no, yeah, yeah, and, and honestly, even in another bracket, this is actually a pretty strong contender as a crappy anime. Yes. Yeah, no, I think yeah, this is a very good it's one. It's entertaining, yeah. and it's entertaining because it's shitty. It's really fun watching. This is watching, the best but... manhwa. This is the best manhwa we've done. Yes, I, so far. Yeah, I think opinion. this is the best. Well, yeah, it's one more entertaining in the right way. Because ways. it's bad. Tower of God yes. was only entertaining yes. because of the quality that it had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the bad shit plot never actually uh. came up all that much. The bad shit plot comes up no. way more in here, and it's. Yeah, I got sure. a way worse budget, but it's far more enjoyable <laughs> to watch. 
Oh, yeah. Uh, all right, Jay, uh, do you have any reason why <laughs> Moriarty the Patriot No, and it should 100% be watched by everyone. <laughs> okay. Especially right, the well, little Joffreys of the world, so they understand what's fucking coming to them. It's, it's a, a table yeah, leg. Killed one way or another. <laughs> All right, uh, Ethan, what's your vote? <laughs> yeah, I mean it's definitely no bless. Um, okay. So I, I will say that I'm not nearly as high on Moriarty as Jay is. I, I think Jay's made some solid points. Um, I'm high on it for actually. I should say I'm high on it for different reasons. I think that whoever wrote this thing, which I guess we know who it is yeah. now, but they clearly have a message that they're trying to make. maybe and. I, no, so like you're taking the pot shot on saying like you know this is just like amazing, better than millionaire. I'm this is this is my called shot where I get to look like an idiot whenever I'm wrong about rent a girlfriend. Maybe right? <laughs> like my called shot is that this is leftist praxis put to an anime and they're hiding it within anime to convince people. Maybe. Like I think that I, there is a distinct possibility. Hey, it's his called shot. No, I understand. Shot. I understand. No, it's fine. Let him it's have fine. It. Let him the have. The more it. important thing here because we have to talk about this is that. I don't think it really one I don't think it really matters whether or not they actually believe it or not because they're representing it very well. But two, I think uh, they yeah, actually I'll take might that. find it far more interesting if we see this play out in a way that isn't just propaganda. You know what I mean? I don't just want to see Moriarty get his way. I think I would like to see that, but I would also like oh, to see how okay. complex the story can get with such a complex subject subject matter. Because, like, imagine in episode four, Sherlock Holmes is fucking real, and they try to flesh him out as a character, as he would have existed, as a foil to Moriarty, as he's supposed to be. Like, that would be interesting as fuck. Then I'd have two characters that I like and understand. I'd be rooting for Moriarty, because the show had convinced me to root for him, which is a fucking, a a, a goddamn wonderful achievement in and of itself. (laughs) So like like imagine that like like Sherlock Holmes is is just trying to catch these people. Moriarty's trying to catch them first so he can kill them. That sounds yep. fucking amazing. Yeah, no, it sounds great. I mean, it's like, good. and it, I like again, that better than things... the version of this as just leftist praxis. I'll take either. Um, yeah, I I think that that's a fair point. I would seriously be happy with either one of those. Like, whether it's just literally leftist praxis showing how leftism could work if you needed to fight the overbearing, you know, bourgeois that we have to fight. Like, that's Bourgeoisie. totally yeah. great. That's something that you just simply do not see. No, like, no. um, And, like, I get excited about that because of the same reason I get excited about... um, I read a book recently, and it's an older book. It's called Dispossessed. I did not understand the concept of anarchism until I read that book. And I'm not saying the book is perfect or anything like that. But what's important about it is it gave me a concept and taught me how to understand, like, what the, the, like, signs of that concept are. So now I can wrap my head around something that I couldn't before. So, like, that's that's what Moriarty could be really good for the leftists. Like, you hand it to a bunch of weebs that are like, well, I don't understand why, like, you know, we should be that angry at people that are, like, above us. Like, you know, I could work and get up that high. (laughs) No. Yeah. No, you couldn't. No. That's like, the point. And this whole show is the point. Yeah. So, like, again, I'll take either one of them. Moriarty is too good to be on the show. Um, I think that I will take my called shot and live with it, whether I'm wrong or right. Okay. Fair enough. Jay, uh, who are you voting for? No bless. I'm gonna really dis- I'm gonna really throw a grudge in the gears. I'm gonna vote for Moriarty. No. <laughs> Moriarty the Patriot. There it is. <laughs> All right. One to one. Obviously. Obviously. <laughs> 
Oh, and I'm seriously. voting for Noblesse too. It, it was a clear, clear from as soon as I started watching Moriarty. It was clear that there was nothing that, unless no, not even even if Noblesse bored me to death, it had to move on. The only way that it would be complicated if Noblesse was somehow as good as Moriarty was, then you're like, well, now what do I do? Uh, then you scrap the whole week and you redo it. I don't know, but yeah, you're right. All right, Noblesse is moving on. That's exciting time for everybody's favorite part of the episode. It's uh, we're gonna give out points, and I actually think oh, we're yeah. giving out points. Oh, we definitely. Wait, no, wait, what? What is it? Oh, no, what? All right, but we will start with Ethan. Ethan, give us your called shots, and we'll decide whether or not. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, Noblesse's yeah, vampire references. It was my most tame called shot ever, and I definitely got it. Uh, yeah. So, so vampire references. They are making a lot of them without. Making any of them? I yeah, like we're gonna see more. We're gonna see more, and I think yeah, you're you're gonna get a hard confirm that they're. I think so yeah. too. But I think I, so. I think it's a soft yes right now. So we'll I mean, we got the it. coffin. Yeah, we did, but that was it. That was like the, there's no blood sucking. There's no daylight. There's no go. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. the coffin yeah, is don't the first me with yes. a good time. But I think I think we have to watch more to really get it. Confirmed. No, that's fair. But that's fair. I don't think you're wrong, is what I'm saying. But I think I want to see a little more to make sure. It's also an right. extremely tame called shot, based on like what yeah. we read. Like <laughs> yeah, that, that's very... that's definitely my safest called shot I've ever made. <laughs> All right, Moriarty, what do you got? I got gay lovers by the end. Jump the shark. Uh, it's not gonna happen. I, I they're brothers, bruh. Gonna and if they do, we're gonna <laughs> jump a whole lot of sharks at once. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that, that one's uh, not I'm gonna, it. I'm going to go ahead and just mark that wrong. <laughs> yeah, uh, hard wrong. Jay, you're up Jay. next. What's yours? Yeah, Jay, what do you got? Uh, So I've got uh, no bliss, hot takes on old horror. Not even a little. The fact that that guy is named Frankenstein <laughs> couldn't have less to do with the show. And I'm just so <laughs> genuinely confused by why it's happening. <laughs> Not a single <laughs> reference to classic uh, horror has uh, ever happened horror. except that, and I'm just so goddamn confused. Hilarious. <laughs> Love it. 10 out of 10. All right. Moriarty's is objectively wrong. Now, I want to take half credit for this. Well, one, I'm going to watch the okay. rest on my own. So, like, I'll just tell you if you oh, want. Oh, yeah, for sure. But um, you... I think that uh, when I when I wrote this out, what I expected was Moriarty to be doing evil things and that the show wasn't going to bother trying to teach you that they weren't evil. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Right. That's still possible. Yeah. But very, very yeah. unlikely. Cool. And I think at the end of the day, sure, the yeah. nuance that we're going to get either way is going to be so much better than just objectively wrong that I refuse points on principle that the right. the 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 show doesn't deserve to be insulted in right. that way. God, I will, man, I will you just stand this show. Dude, I'm not saying you shouldn't, but Look, boy, you do. I, I don't, I don't want to lie here. I really, really fucking like this show. I can't think yeah. of anything <laughs> I've seen besides... Legend of the Galactic Heroes that I've identified with so much in an anime. Like, I don't think anyone will say that Legend of the Galactic Heroes is bad. I think most people will say it's really, really good. I don't think most people will say it's their best one of all time. I kind of would. No. But, like, that's really where we are with Moriarty right now. I don't think anyone is allowed to say it's not really, really, really good. I think I'm just also on a level where it might be one of my best of all time. 
Cool. All right, so Very I, cool. I, I want to show you what you picked as your stand-in because you... Oh, uh, no! <laughs> another, uh, so it was Tony Kawa. I don't know why you picked this, but here is the... the, the well, that would be because I thought it was bad, Mike. NASA, Nasa Yusaki <laughs> falls in love at first sight after an encounter with a mere, mysterious Tsukasa. When Nase earnestly confesses his feelings, she replies, I'll date you, but only right. if we're married. Oh my god, Nasa that and Tsukasa's cute and precious newlywed life of love is about Based to Based on the nothing I know I about have... that, I'm very, very <laughs> glad that we picked Noblesse instead. <laughs> no, no, this would have been instead. No, I know, but that's already. what I mean. Like, assuming that oh. Tony Kawa versus Noblesse was the matchup we had, oh, super yeah. like fun. I probably still would have ended up picking Noblesse. <laughs> No bless is some top two. It's, it's pretty good. It's pretty good bad. I think that other one would have yeah, been right, tried, tried to be way too cutesy and meander, and it would have gotten boring. All right, listen, guys. This is the first point given out. No bless. I will understand everything. Hell yeah! Me. I'm gonna. I'm gonna hard yes yeah, that. that. I'm Maybe not everything, yeah, but what we that. don't understand no, but, doesn't but... matter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I think it's enough of a enough of a. I think I did well. That was my softest one. But I thought it was the funniest one I made, so I'm just glad that it came through to me that these people were clearly wrong on what you do and do not know from that first episode. Because it is, everyone w was acting as if I would be so confused and lost I wouldn't be able to piece it together. And that, that just shocks me to no end. All right, uh, Moriarty. Chess is involved in uh, parentheses. He plays a game against... Possible, Kirk. but uh, has no they, chess has ever been mentioned. No. Uh, yes, yes, it has. Oh, was it? oh yes. you're right. Yes. The little when kids was, ask him when to they teach were talking them. to the orphans. He said, "No, teach us how to play chess." And I went, oh, "Okay, yeah. so maybe it's still it's gonna happen." Possible. No points for me for that. No points for me for that. However, I'm leaving it in because I think that it's is, still it a is a distinct. Well, we know Jay's gonna watch yeah. it. So oh, we'll please, I'll out. have your answer soon. <laughs> Don't you fucking worry. Oh, also another thing. Hope to God there's no season two of this. Oh, oh yeah, I hope not either. Yeah, give me a nice, concise story. Oh hey, That's credit all you need. credit That's where all you need. um, yeah, I feel like often we just you know shit on anime so much. I I'll offer an anime that I also really am enjoying right now because Jay has offered mm -hmm. one. I started watching Violet Evergarden and I'm like having my socks blown off by it. It's I'm like I don't know if you guys I have see seen bits it. of it. It's definitely it. good. I I don't know how far in you are. I made it to episode seven. Okay, well, which is uh, where she like goes to that yeah, lake. Yeah, I thought it started getting a little formulaic, but still good yeah i don't know i don't know where like it goes from here right sure i think this is also one of these scenarios where just like moriarty might be an anime literally made for you oh yeah, yeah, yeah. i think violet might literally okay, yeah. be an anime made That's for fine. me well, it is good enough. it's yeah. got good quality it's got good writing it's animated well it's got themes it's fucking beautiful it's themes, too. yeah yeah the themes are no, good it, like, I, I'm a big fan of how, like, the, the themes that it layers in there, like, it is truly a layer. Because, like, uh, this isn't a spoiler, but, like, she is trying to understand, like, the concept of love, which is, like, a horrible... It sounds like I don't like, like that shit. as a topic. <laughs> it sounds like fucking shit. Ethan. Um, yeah. Uh, oh, no, go ahead. I'm sorry. Finish. And the second one is basically her processing trauma. Yeah. And, like, you hide the trauma underneath of the first thing. And, like, she, not only is, like, she's not purposely hiding it. And, like, the show is purposely hiding right. it. and uh, but, but they never really... They, they don't spend a lot of time stating that there is a second layer. Yeah. But the whole the whole thing that you're watching is her processing the second layer, not the first. No, it's great. It's like great. It's, it's, it's well written that way. 
Anyway, what were you going to say, Mike? All right, I was going to say there are three uh, deductions of points we also have to... Well, not deductions, but uh, three... You can't get any points from this. Ethan, you and I chose Noblesse as the most boring. Uh, definitely Hell no. It's not the most boring. Impossible, Damn it. impossible for it to be the most boring. So we are out on that. Uh, JW, you chose Moriarty as the winner. Uh, clearly, that cannot It's the happen. winner, but, but it's but not the it, winner. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's the, yeah. it is the best anime. However, that is not what we're judging, so no well, it's it's like It's like when there's a kid in, in uh, middle school who, like, passes the test for a PhD. Technically, kid, yeah. you graduated. But also, you didn't. You got to skip. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Moriarty the Patriot got to skip. So it's the winner in a way, so, but it's also not the winner. What are... What are we deciding? How do you get points for Dark Horse? Well, That's if it wins, if it wins yeah. right? If it wins, okay, all right. So then, Ethan, you are out because you have the winner being Talentless Nana and your Dark Horse is Magatsu, and they fought each other in the first. first yeah, that was unfortunate. <laughs> unfortunate. Some would say unfortunate. <laughs> Some would say you could have just looked at the lineup. <laughs> No, all right. I think that that is everything we need to cover. So that brings us to the end of the podcast in which I tell you next week we will be watching the first three episodes of Higarashi, a Wicker Man anime <laughs> versus Jujutsu Kaisen, which is I have no it's idea what it will be. I'm excited for it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know oh, no, what it will be. It? Oh, no. What are, no, here, we'll tell you. Um, Jujutsu Kaisen is a Hunter x Hunter oh, God, cross yeah. with Bleach, cross with Naruto, Check it out. cross oh, with every right. other shonen, best shonen ever made. Yeah, that's great. what we were promised. And Higarashi is watch the original. <laughs> now remember that man angrily telling us to watch yeah. the original, and they butcher. I can't wait to never read the original and like or not like it based entirely on what I see, and never consider your opinion. Thank you, Scott. Notes on Moriarty, by the way. I just yeah. checked our notes on Moriarty, and it just simply says JW hopes it's the best. Yeah, that's what I put. I'm a hundred percent right. <laughs> if we did a called shot of he kills fucking rich people because they're rich we would have nailed that shit but it would have been a pretty easy yeah. call yeah that would that would be like my vampire yeah, exactly. reference one yeah like, which we're not we're gonna give to you right. you know through tooth and nail <laughs> you're gonna hey, have to grind if that he, shit. It, yeah you're if, gonna have to earn that if mike because gets right fucking now, evolvers or people that evolved uh, no then... because they literally said yeah these are people the, that he only evolved, got okay? it because they, they said the line said you <laughs> <laughs> they literally yeah. said it. They have not said, explicitly not said, that these are vampires. Both times it's come up, they've said these are just uh, people and or creatures, I can't remember, just that have extraordinary power. That's yep. it. Now, now that's if I said know. no bless no was just a stand-in for homosexuality, I might have gotten some points. <laughs> <laughs> God, uh, man, you used it you Used it in the last round. Yeah, I, I, I cashed it in too, really. <laughs> anyway, so next week is Higarashi versus Jujutsu Kaisen. It's going to be a gosh darn blast. We hope that you watch those episodes or not and just like to listen along. That's fine with us. Uh, we have a blast doing this, and we will see you next week. You are not itchy trigger fingers. When you gotta go, brother, you gotta go. Ikiba! Trigger finger yours. My hands are